the pot party, the trippers, the grasshoppers, the hip ones, all gathered in secrecy and flying high as a kite. Outside the boundaries of their phony world of kicks is the ever-present possibility of discovery. This must be avoided at all costs, for discovery brings with it the penalties of society, shame, arrest, prison. So destroy the evidence, leave not a trace, burn it in paper trash. That way they can deny possessing the illegal marijuana. They can say the flaming can is part of a game. They can lie, they can swear. This time the gang's lucky. It's not the law, or discovery, or problems. It's just their supplier, Pete, with his number one chick, and a new guy looking for kicks. Forget it, man, and get with the countdown. Shake this square world and blast off for Kicksville. Alrighty, so we got a guest in the building, man. Yeah, we do. A very special guest. Yes, sir. Very special guest sushi today in the house. My man, Mike Garcia. Garcia, Garcia. Yeah, man, long time listener, first time caller. <laughs> we haven't got there yet. Oh, shit. We got to set up the whole shit where you can call in and shit. He that was trying. Nice. He was trying to, you know, set up the vibe. I would have pretended, you know. What yeah, I mean? it's like, come on, what are we doing? Oh, my bad. <laughs> you know what? I Let love. me start over. Let me start. <laughs> What's good, bro? I'm just happy to be here, man. Thanks yeah, for having me. Thank on. you for That's being here, up, man. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. For those that don't know, Mike is a super successful uh, music video director. Um, but it doesn't stop there. Obviously, he's done documentaries. He's done uh, short narrative films. He's also, you know, had a long rap career, uh, especially here in Miami. Mm -hmm. And yeah, man, we've just Got been it. around each other, uh, around the scene for a long time and shit. And, you know, we always have a chance to, like, chop it up. This is, like, one of the people that I talk to on a regular, you know, basis on the phone, just on a personal level. And we just always have these crazy conversations that go kind of everywhere you know yeah i mean I, i've been around you long enough to know not to smoke weed with you mm. <laughs> um, why is that I will not be getting high this is a cautionary tale yeah i got high <laughs> with this dude once uh and uh man i was fucked up i was doing like five miles an hour on the 836 <laughs> listening to marvin gay and shit on the way <laughs> Yes. It was like Curtis Mayfield, like doing ten miles. Everybody's honking at me. I don't know what's going on and shit. Like I was just like, Whoa. I wonder what the commotion's about. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's going right. on. I was doing speed limit. So, uh, but now nah, I'm, I'm, it's cool, man. I'm happy to be here. I'm uh, waiting to see the curveballs you throw. So, nah, I think we're gonna take it easy tonight. Thank God. Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. I'm tired anyway. All right, good. <laughs> yeah. So you just dropped the uh, the video with, or you didn't just drop it. The label just dropped it with. Mm -hmm. uh, you just did the video for Bad Barbie. Bad baby. Bad baby. baby. Yes. Barbie. Your baby. age is preceding you right yeah. now. Yeah. I'm kind of <laughs> glad that I don't know her name, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, Bad Baby featuring Kodak Black. Word. Uh, song's called Bestie. It's uh, doing really well. I uh, like the like the grindhouse aspect to the video. Yeah. You know? That was the intention of it. You know, yeah. a lot of people were like, how did we come up with that concept? And they, it was one of those rare, rare instances when a record label takes you off a leash. Mm. You know, and they were like, oh, we want to do something completely out the box. And I looked at Bad Baby's general image and, you know, she, everybody knows her from Dr. Phil. And, you know, she's kind of like this badass little 15-year-old kid. And, mm -hmm. right. and I was like, yo, like in a weird, dark, twisted fantasy, like her and her best friend would just be like chopping people's heads off and like just fucking murdering everybody all mm -hmm. day. And that's kind of where we came up with it, you know. And then uh, it did well, man. And, you know, shout out to DMX for being in it. Yeah, that was dope. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think anyone saw that shit coming. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Shout out to That's what's up. Yeah. yeah, he plays the killer. He's like, I ain't hanging out with this little bitch no more. <laughs> Yo, man, that, that, that was dope, man. And, um, you know, meeting him was dope. He didn't let me down. So yeah. That was cool, yeah. Dope. And um, and then, you know, they, they let me do a little grindhouse intermission, 
Well, that's what I was going to mention. That's what, like that was my favorite part of the video. How yeah. you snuck in the uh, the product placements. Yeah. Shit. yeah. Yeah. I mean, like they, they had all these products. Like, so when the label hits you up, they were like, oh, we got to you'll get the video and they'll give you X, Y, Z number of a budget. Mm. Like, oh, but we have a certain amount of money from Beats by Dre or, you know, Human Sushi Podcast or, or whoever is paying for product placement. Yeah. And in this one, we have Copy Cosme- Cosmetics and a CBD hairline and Fashion Nova. And uh, so we got to fit this in. And I'm like, wow. And it didn't fit into the nah, so, I so just, you already had set up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, I don't know how like, you know, she gonna come home shopping from Fashion Nova and shit. And originally my idea was that like when she killed the old dude, she'd be walking down the street with the Fashion Nova and all body parts coming out of the, okay. the bag. Like she Yeah, it's kinda cool. That's dope. Uh but then, you know, I actually watched Grindhouse just for like some cinematic tricks and styles and you know, how they were doing it back then and mm-hmm. And then I was like, yo, wait a second, this shit has an intermission. Like, that's how we should do it. You watched the movie Grindhouse? Yeah, or yeah you watched yeah, yeah. the old Grindhouse Yeah, movies? yeah, no, I watched the movie Grindhouse. Oh, okay, and then okay, I okay. started reading interviews about, you know, you go down the internet rabbit hole. And yeah, Tarantino yeah. brought up, I was like, double features. And then they had, like, you know, intermissions. And, and I was like, because yeah. that's even before my time. Mm-hmm. And I'm old. Yeah, you yeah. Know? So that's like, like driving yeah. movie yeah, theater so time. I was like, damn, <laughs> right. that's kind of dope. But I don't think anybody's ever done that in a music video. So when I pitched them the idea, I mean, look, at the end of the day, What's cool about that girl is that she just doesn't give a fuck. Like she's yeah. she's down for all of it, right? You know, so she was like, she came on time, ready to work. Mm-hmm. You know, she's kind of a live wire, and she kind of just embraced the role. And the role for her, acting wise, wasn't a stretch. Right. You know, <laughs> right. It's just be yourself. You yeah. know, and you're good. You know, we we I considered writing a little bit of dialogue for her, but you know, I kind of let her improv it because she's such a character in her own right and she kind of embodies it so you know just let her go yeah you gotta let her go and see what she comes up with you know yeah yeah dude yeah yeah and then the old dude was awesome too the guy we killed it was like rapping kodak's lyrics and shit because oh yeah that was dope yeah Yeah. (laughs) that was the other like snafu like kodak was uh complicated with tour scheduling and shit like that so we're like how do we get him in the video but we can't have him right and i was like well she's killing this old guy be kind of dope like this old white guy just like rapped his lyrics like the head on the table yeah you know and you know Film shit. The guy who made the mask is actually the guy who made the Leatherface mask, the original. Really? Oh yeah. wow, that's yeah. awesome. I didn't even know that's how I got the set. That's so, crazy. Yeah, yeah. I was like, who I made feel this like show? I've seen that with a lot of your work is like you sneak in a lot of references to like movies that that you're inspired by and shit. Yeah, it's kind of a gift and a curse, you know. <laughs> How's so? A lot of like. I'm an old school movie buff, mm-hmm, just like mm-hmm. you are, and I'm assuming most people are. Young cats don't understand the references. Yeah, they don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. like I if you saw you. the treatment, like it was like a lot of Texas Chainsaw Massacre dinner scene references. Right. Yeah, yeah. You know, like I really, really fucked with the way that scene was shot, uh, and it was like even as a child, it was like really impactful horror movie. Where I was like, yo, that shit was freaky. That blonde shit, like ah, screaming on the table and yeah, shit. Yeah. And I was like, yo, and there's like serving this crazy murder dinner. Mm-hmm. And it's weird because Texas Chainsaw Massacre is not even my favorite horror movie, mm. but it was just that scene was just as a child like had it's an like impact. Visually striking, yeah. Yeah, it was just super crazy, and I was just thinking like, how do I do this and make it more modern? Mm-hmm, and you right. know, make having the head talk is almost like some like scary movie three shit. Right, right. So yeah. and being that we were going for a comedic element, I kind of mashed the two together. Yeah, you know, and like like a little like we did the tech scout uh, for the house. I'll give you an example. And that house like actually burnt down in one of the California fires. Okay. And then I didn't realize that people died in the house. Oh, shit. Oh, no like, shit. Legit, like in the fire. And I was like, oh, fuck. This no is shit. creepy, dude. Yeah. You know? and, um, so let me ask, is this like her first, is this her debut video? No, 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 no. She's got mad videos. She's been like, popping already? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That sounds super old right now. Yeah, yeah. No, no. She's been <laughs> out for like, <laughs> like I mean, right after like her explosion 
on the internet. With the cash me outside shit. Yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I try not to refer to that because I feel like now that I know her, it's almost like she doesn't. I get it, but yeah. for the but, but you for know, the some people listening yeah, probably yeah. don't know that. So yeah. it's just a Doctor Phil explosion, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, who we're talking about is the the girl with the famous "Catch Me Outside" uh, clip that yeah. happened on Doctor Phil. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. That eventually she got signed to to what Atlantic label? Records to Atlantic. Yeah, and now she's you know trying to be the next Cardi B. I was actually so I ain't even mattered it when I heard like I always think like okay. It's, People break into the music industry sometimes like in these weird ways, mm-hmm. but I always give them a chance. Like I want to hear their song, you know? Yeah. And uh, the song she came out with right after that whole thing, I think she was like in some apartment complex and she was like, Oh yeah. The, the one shot that was like kind of going through the, she goes in the apartment and comes out. Yeah. That was the first one that I saw of her too. Me too. And I thought yeah. that was decent. You know, I was like, okay, this girl, you know, could put out something like it's yeah. all about catching that wave of uh recognition and popularity you know what i mean and i mean for me when i first met her i was just like man i hope she's not fake like i hope she's just really like this right because yeah, i don't care like she what your like, attitude is good or what evening. your perspective how are is you? and <laughs> how you're uh oh man i got like a crazy shot of my leg here going on my instagram <laughs> <laughs> you got an upskirt like, shot <laughs> shout out to uh fat boy shout out to fat boy catering and shout out to my man tev what up tev? watching on instagram yeah um yeah, so I was just like, I don't care like what you're like as mm-hmm. long as you really like that. Right. Because then I can accept it. Yeah. And she really is like that. So I was yeah. like, oh, okay, that's cool. But she's not like disrespectful. Mm-hmm. She's just not taking shit from anybody. Yeah. And it's crazy because like I never feel 40 until I get around a 15-year-old. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, yeah. like, oh, fuck, I'm really 40. You right, know what right, right, <laughs> Like, right. damn. Yeah. Because, you know, like your mind state, you know, it's just so different. No, yeah. 100%. You know? Yeah. And we were all like that too when we were kids. Everybody of course, they were yeah. toughest guy in the room. You know, and you so. ain't trying to hear shit from no forty-year-old too. Hell yeah, no! Yeah. But she was actually not disrespectful to me, right? Yeah. You know, like at one point, I think she asked me if I was scared of her. <laughs> Are you scared of me? I was like, no. She was like, okay, cool. Yeah. And that was it. We just kind of dropped it, and then we just kept talking. Sounds you know? like she was being cool with you, you know? Yeah, no. I mean, I treated her good. I treated all the artists cool, right? You know, like yeah, they're human beings too. Yeah, bro. of course, you know. Yeah, you know, they're just human beings. And you're in a professional setting, you know. So. Yeah, I mean, professional setting with like the most psychotic. Right, insane you schedules know, okay. and shit. Right, like, you're right, in a professional right, setting, right. not them. Just I'm just trying to keep it professional, try to maintain right. like the 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 craziness that is the set. Right. You know? So, but yeah, no, I mean, I love what I do. It's cool. That's awesome, man. So. But you're no stranger to crazy professional settings. Not going there. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even try it. I'm just saying, though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm definitely not. Yeah. I've dealt yeah. with a lot crazier. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, man. It's interesting, man. Like watching your work and and actually like knowing you behind the scenes, you know, so yeah. I could kind of like pick apart some of the, the influences in some of your work and shit. So, you know, obviously I already know the answer to this question, but the end goal is to do narrative, to do feature. Oh, films, yeah. One hundred percent. You know, it's. It's funny, like, I never wanted to be a music video director. Mm-hmm. Like, I never aspired to. Like, it was a cool hustle when I was doing it for local acts and shit. And, right, right. And, and I had fun doing it because it was, like, an excuse to pick up a camera and, like, be expressionistic. And it wasn't until I did uh, a video for Kodak Black Tunnel Vision and it, like, really went viral. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, holy shit, like, I just influenced pop culture. You know? That's uh, a good feeling. And it was cool. Like, because, yeah. like, the video game was different. Like, so we, we grew up in the MTV era. Right. 
So in a weird way, it was kind of a fit for me without even knowing. My love for music, my love for film, and like religiously, I would wake up to just get my hip hop on Young TV raps. So like I would never miss an episode of Young TV raps. Right. Same. Ever. Same. You know. Same here. And even like Headbangers Ball too. Like I would do them both. Right. Like, I just wanted to see what was going. On. Like I just loved uh, music videos. Uh, was uh, was that Matt Pinfield? Is that who that yeah, was? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> 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 Matt Pinfield, yeah. Um, but I never missed an episode, and it was kind of like. I was talking to my homeboy the other day about it. It was like, you know, when we were young and you got into hip hop, right? Like, how did you find out who was who? Like, you read the linear credits. Oh, yeah. Right. You, know, you always read like, the, the jacket. The, yeah, the you booklet. read the jacket. But like, oh, so, you know, Gurus with Premiere. A Premiere just produced that record for Jay with the Damager. Right. Jay with the Damager. That's how you found out who's who. Yeah, you what. did. Like, mm-hmm. like, it was like a, a yeah. map, you know, like yeah. almost like the FBI charts and shit. Yeah. Like you trying yeah. to figure out who's who. I mean, I would do the same thing with movies, too. Yeah, like, yeah. Who directed this, who shot this. Exactly. Like, yeah. I used to do it in music videos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, shit. Like, for the longest time, and I was wrong, I thought Spike Lee did Scenario, and he didn't. Mm-hmm. He's just in Scenario. Gotcha. You know, mm-hmm. so... So, you know, when you do the math on all that shit, and you're like, oh, cool. And I had, like, this crazy, weird, like, knowledge of it. Mm-hmm. But I always try to implement some type of homage or like ode to like film because i always want to get that practice as much yeah. as you can right you know like, of course so like bad baby allowed me to do that like i got a whole narrative scene in it you know and, it was and you've like, done that on a couple of videos already yeah where you stop the music and just run dialogue yeah you know? just run dialogue right. and shit because you know you're, you're prepping up for like when you go you of know course. go for it yeah. you know and then and when some artists don't want that though mm-hmm, and course. that's okay like, yeah. like some of the greatest videos of all time are just artists that look fucking cool right right you know? i mean yeah. shit like I think the great quote from uh, but then Chris. There's, but then there's Thriller. 100%, yeah. yeah but Michael Jackson wasn't worried about looking cool or looking stupid with makeup on and shit like that. He just did it, and it ended up being like yeah. maybe the most classic video of all time. 100%, right? yeah. yeah. I think Thriller is the greatest video of all time. You it's definitely so? the most influential. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if I, I, I brought it up for that reason, because it's probably, it's the one that comes to mind when like, if you want to show think? like an alien civilization comes to Earth and you show them a, one music video, right? You probably Thriller. thriller. Yeah, it's probably Thriller. No, I'm just I'm just trying to think of other of other options, but Thriller, yeah, it's probably the most definitely the most popular. I would say it's by far the most noticeable. Yeah, yeah. I mean, people yeah. still do the Thriller. Da- like my right. daughter knows the Thriller. Dance. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. Do she it. wasn't even <laughs> thought of when Thriller right. was came out. You right. know what I mean? So, right. um, like I remember being five years old mm-hmm. and my mom like keeping me home from school because they were going to premiere Thriller right. on MTV. Right. Like it was a fucking event. Mm. I can curse, right? Yeah. It was a, it was, yeah, <laughs> no. it was the internet. Love you it. can't fucking curse. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but it like, it was a fucking event when Thriller dropped. Right. And so like, I don't know a music video that's kind of really had that impact since maybe a couple like Jay-Z 99 Problems kind of had a similar impact because it was not like Thriller. Not like no, Thriller though, but you know, Jay-Z pushed the envelope of there was a whole debate on if guns should be in hip hop videos, and he gets like shot to pieces right. in 99 Problems. Yeah. Jeremy was a classic video. Jeremy. That's one that comes to mind a lot. Jeremy is one of my favorite videos ever. That video is fucking epic. Yeah. And it, a lot of people now, in hindsight, fuck this up, and they say that Jeremy came out before Columbine, and it didn't. It came out after Columbine. So, did it? Yeah. Nah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Or, or they fuck up that it was influenced nah, 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 on nah, the nah, Columbine nah, influence nah, nah, or something. I think you're wrong about that. Jeremy came out in the 90s. early nineties yeah. and Columbine, Columbine was happened. The Pearl Jam jam. Columbine happened after the ninety six. It was ninety seven then. It, it was, was after I was in high school. Yeah. So. How old are you? Um I I graduated in in ninety eight. No, was, you were still in high school. It was ninety seven. When Columbine happened? Yeah, I mean it's a Google search, easy, but yeah. Okay. I don't know whoever comments. But Jeremy has been out. Apart. Jeremy was Jeremy like, has been five out. years yeah, old. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But a lot of yeah. people blame Jeremy for influencing those kids. Okay. Gotcha. And I think that I read some article that like it had nothing parallel with each other at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. probably not. 
Yeah, yeah those kids had way deeper problems than, yeah, than some Pearl music video. Shit, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's an age-old I mean, question, you know, like, does art influence uh, life? Life influence it's, it's both, though. It's yeah. chicken and the egg. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can go back and forth with it all the time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You can make I, a case for both, you know? You've made, there's been examples of both, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, the power of a music video is very powerful. Have uh, have you seen uh, or have you heard of David LaChapelle? Like he's very popular. He's one of my most biggest. Sister. Like I have like four treatments with like nothing but David LaChapelle photography for mm. mood boards. Yeah, he's amazing. Like the, his colors, like in his videos, and yeah. I don't know. It's just. I mean, I did a, I did a video for Messia, and it was literally like David LaChapelle, like straight down, and mm-hmm. it was like just references, pop color, mm-hmm. pop fashion, mm-hmm. super wild inspired looks, and his setup game is crazy. Like the way he shoots, like. I don't know, he, bro. I mean, the guy's the goat. He got fucking Tupac in a bathtub with only gold on his dick. All right. <laughs> like, how right. many guys could say they could get Tupac Shakur to do that? Right. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? No, yeah. And how much money does that guy have? Because I just read a report the other day. He just said that, like, yo, I'm no longer shooting pop stars. Oh wow, really? I'm like, bro, you must be fucking paid. Yeah, like, for real. <laughs> <laughs> so, what was your point about David LaChapelle? I mean, no, just that. I, have you heard of him? Because I like his work. You know, I think um, it's really cool like how he took certain aspects of making a music video and he would just try different things like try different tricks like i think there's one with a i think it's kylie minogue video mm-hmm. where like she's going around in a loop and every time she comes back around the block like her previous version is like still there you know yeah it's like super cool just camera tricks you know what i mean yeah, like, yeah. And, and i love that i love like uh another example would be in star trek have you seen? I know we're switching up a little bit, but real quick, just I didn't know David Chappelle did a Star Trek. No, nah, he didn't do Star Trek. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is a crazy segue. I'm trying to see where you're going with this. We'll, we'll go back. We'll go back. But like, just real quick, there's a there's a scene there's a scene where they're like diving out of this airplane, right? And they're like going straight down. And the way they they did that scene was they stood them on a mirror. Yeah. Right. And they looked up at the camera. And so the mirror was reflecting the sky, obviously, so it looked like they were falling, you know. Oh. So th- that kind of camera trick stuff, I, you know, really grabs my attention. You know? Yeah, I mean, look, man, there's, there's like 50 ways to skin a cat right. when you're shooting. Yeah. And it's just like, how creative can you be? And what's, you know, what's the most creative thing you've had to do to like, you know, rig a problem or do something, you know? Oh, uh, fuck. I had to throw a guy through a wall. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Literally? Uh, yeah, yeah. On a Sting video. On a Sting video that I did, yeah. I threw a guy through straight through the wall. And we built a wall and it was my first time. I was scared as shit and we had never done it. I had never done it. Like I'd never done like real stunt stunt. I mean, I've done shootout scenes, but that's like squibs and it's controlled. But like throwing a guy <laughs> through a wall was like yeah. different. Right. And um, we built this wall. We had a company make this actual real drywall. And then there was cinder blocks in the middle that were carved out. And those were styrofoam cinder blocks. And then they paint that with stucco. Okay. So it looks, the whole thing looks seamless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but they over stuccoed it. So the first time the guy hit it, he didn't he go break through. It. Oh. And he went like head first. Ooh. And I was like, oh man, like only one center like bloop, it popped out. We're like, oh shit. So we slid it back in. <laughs> we stuccoed <laughs> it real quick. More and stucco. The, yeah, yeah, and we just threw it right back through it and he went through it like a champ. And I was, I was just terrified. That this that, was a, like a stunt guy, right? Yeah, he was just like, this guy's a legit stunt guy. Yeah, like we were smashing his head with bottles and all kinds of weird shit. Yeah, and so it, I'm sure it's not, that was just another day for him. Yeah, yeah, I'm cool, man. <laughs> I, I said I'm not getting high with y'all because I'm going to be fucking uh, talking uh, to my uh, shit. Uh, <laughs> this, this is the, the first test. guest that doesn't uh, smoke <laughs> with us. Yeah. It's cool, though. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm, a little I'm not going to succumb to the peer pressure, man. A little insulted. You are? Yeah, I'm a little. I'm feeling like I take one hit, the whole rest of the is going to be this. <laughs> just quiet well that way it's consistent with the rest of our interviews yeah, yeah no um, throwing a guy through a wall I've done a shootout 
Um, You've put a fucking hole in my chest. Oh, yeah. Put a hole in his chest. Um, yeah, he fucking rigged me up to yeah, the... That one, we didn't even know what we were doing. I put an M80 on his chest or some shit yeah. like that and yeah. showed it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, don't worry. It's going to work. And I saw it on YouTube. It'll be fine. <laughs> they fucking rigged it to the car, to the car battery. Yeah, right? yeah so it was rigged to a like, car battery. Bro, and they're like, dude, and you went along with that shit? I was like, took man, it for the team. I might die, but, you know. And then we had like a little condom <laughs> full of blood. Right. And it was taped on top of the... The the fucking the, the M80 or the little what was it M80 it was what yeah. was a it was a smaller name Amy would have killed you yeah and, and it was like a little smaller firework. I don't know about fireworks but yeah, yeah it, but was it was one of those like little one. popper things whatever and remember what I was saying about getting creative this is a great example yeah yeah yeah, yeah. no yeah <laughs> well no. this was before we had like the resources to yeah it's like we were YouTubing everything like yeah. how do I get around this and how do yeah, I do this yeah. and how do I shoot a guy on camera oh, oh that's how I do it cool <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just pop yeah, it off no yeah, doubt yeah. Um, you hear that aspiring guys you've got no excuses. I've hung out of a helicopter shooting a boat chase. Um, that was fun. Doing a what? Bo- doing a boat chase. Boat scene. chase? Oh, yeah, cool. like a Miami based boat chase scene. I was cool. I was uh I was shooting for Gil Green on that one, but he he like, you wanna go on a helicopter ride? And I was like, Yeah, come out here at ten o'clock in the morning. I'm like, All right, fuck it, let's go. Right. He goes, Okay, I'm gonna be on the boat, you're gonna on the helicopter, but I need you to hang out with the camera. Don't drop the camera though, and you know, <laughs> shoot these shots. And I'm like, uh, okay, cool. Who's hanging on to me? <laughs> yeah. No, they they rig you up and shit. That's right. pretty cool. And then um I haven't thrown anybody off a building. I want to blow up a car next. That's what I really want to do. Blow up a car? Yeah, I've written it like three times. Like I just casino. haven't landed it. Yeah. yeah I actually yeah. written like the casino scene, like just to yeah. blow that shit the fuck up like yeah. once and no one ever seems to go for it. So you're really getting into this live stunt stuff. Like it's fun. No, nah, it's up. not that. It's like, you know, there's like three elements that you really need to like make a dope video. You know, it's like the iconic. First off, your artist has to look good. Like if the artist doesn't look good, I don't care it, what how dope your video is. Yeah, it, you missed the point if the artist doesn't look good. You know? Yeah, I mean, they're rock stars. They got to look fucking cool. Right. You know, and even if it, if, they're, if their look is to look like a bum, they got to be a cool bum. Right. You know, so, or, or. so that's the first element. The second element is your lighting and cinematography has to be super on point and so is your color and your edit. Yeah. But then you always have to have that one wow moment, that right. one dope ass shot, you know, like great in, examples. In of, camera too. Yeah, yeah, in camera too. Yeah, yeah. like the far side drop. Yeah. Like, you know, that's a great video, but what? like they that had a, li- a they had a linguistic video. come to set and teach the far side the song backwards. Right. 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 So like they're really rapping backwards. Right. I love that video. You know, and that's Spike Jones, dude. That's the fucking goat, you know. Um Yeah, I believe that getting it in camera is is the key. Yeah. You know? I'm uh, I'm not big on like the over reliance of you know, of post production. Post editing, yeah. I'm just not big on it. Like, I don't hate on it. And, and when it's done well, it's done well, you know? But I'm more of a fan of CGI. And I know I'm, like, kind of going uh, off on a tangent here. But yeah. I like CGI better when it's enhancing something that's already there. Yeah, you know like, of course. Like, I, I'm the same way. I don't, I don't like, like, music videos like squiggly lines. Right. Yeah. Uh, people, that's, like, a new thing now. Like drawing. Like drawing all over it and shit. I'm like, it's not a fucking piece of paper, bro. Right. You know, and... Uh, <laughs> Um, but cool. it can, it, then I saw like little Dickie's video and he had like dinosaurs coming out and shit and she was awesome. Right. You seen that video? Uh, what? no, but you know who I like? Uh, I like the action Bronson video when yeah. he's like, he just exposes the green screen and all that shit. Oh yeah. Like, yeah that's yeah. a slick way to do it. Yeah, you know? of course. Cause then you're purposely pointing it out. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. to me, that's a slick way to do it. Yeah. And I use the example of uh, Ready Player One also, because I'm not a fan of those movies that are just overly CGI, but they gave you a good enough excuse. It's like, okay, you're in a video game now, so I'm, a, I'm expecting CGI, so CGI is okay. You can go crazy at that. Did point. you like that movie? I didn't not like it, but it was missing like that Spielberg magic, though. Yeah. You think so? 
I think so, man. I, I, I loved all, all the references of the characters that yeah. they had created. Have you seen it? Yeah. I don't yeah. want to blow it. Or hope, fuck, if you haven't yeah, seen spoiler it. Spoiler alert. Yeah, I'm here. Spoiler yeah. <laughs> yeah. alert, I'm here. I'm yeah. going to fuck everybody. Oh, yeah, for sure. Right for sure, yeah. <laughs> Disclaimer. Yeah, how about, Disclaimer. A, how about an eternal spoiler alert for yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just so you know, if I bring some shit up, it's getting ruined. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah, but like Mike will tell you straight up, like, bro, I won't spoil it. I won't spoil it. But there's just one part. You got to know. <laughs> and it's the end. <laughs> like Ricky did it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I won't tell nah. you who did it, but his name rhymes with Icky. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but it, I, I liked the movie. I saw it on a flight, and I thought it was... I, I slept on it. Mm-hmm. And I think I, I think you talked me out of watching it, because you went to the theater to see it. Did I hate on it? You hated on it the next day. You're like, it was cool. And I was like, oh, I'm not dropping the fucking mm-hmm. $100 to take my girl. And yeah. So, But then I saw it on a flight, and I was like, well, you know, it's like... Like, I think I got to, like, every... I had seen every movie worth watching on American Airlines at that point. It was, like, making it to the end of Pornhub. So, it was, like, <laughs> like, I don't know what to do now. So, it's like... So, so, I was like, fuck it. Let me just uh, put this movie on. I actually was pretty entertained. See, that's the thing. Like, me and you watch movies different, though, I think. How like, so? Because I can appreciate just being entertained sometimes in a movie. Yeah, but so can I. But sometimes you watch movies and you like you're. I you're, overanalyze. Well, yeah, because like you're the writer, I'm the director, so like, mm-hmm. I can just literally watch a movie and be like, "Oh, okay." Like I could watch Rampage with The Rock and be like, "Yeah, the movie's kind of dope." Yeah. You know, it was it was okay, it was entertaining. Is it? But I haven't seen it. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. You know, but I'm the same though. Would I fun. would I watch it 15 times? Right. No. Did it inspire me to go and do something with a big ass gorilla? No. Right. And I'm yeah. watching it and I'm thinking that's a plot hole. This character's underdeveloped. I don't like. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, this gorilla looks fake. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but then there's other like then there's movies that we'll watch together, like not together, but you know, like we'll we'll watch the same flick. But he'll exactly he'll point out every plot hole in it. And I'm like, yeah, dope. But it was a dope yeah, but story. Did you see like, the shot? Yeah. <laughs> did you like, see I'm that the shot? guy. Like people be like, yo, I Transformers is like fucking. There's no way that would happen. And I'm like, what? Like, there's no way. Like, did you plan out the, like, listen to the story. There's no, I'm like, guy, there's a truck that talks. Right. right. And he transforms into like a big ass robot. And then he goes yeah. back into a truck and nobody's driving it. Right. What part of this wouldn't happen again? Let me know. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I hate when people do that too. Like, that's not how the government would react. Like, who gives a fuck? Yeah, who gives a shit? Yeah. Like, come on. Michael, like, Michelangelo's shell cracked when he's going down the mountain. There's yeah. no way he could have survived that. Yeah. Like turtle shell stronger in a sewer. is stronger than that <laughs> but my thing with those is just like watching a 20 minute long fight scene just doesn't do it for me anymore you know what i mean mm-hmm. that's something i feel like i would have got off on it when i was a kid when i was younger but it's like now it just doesn't do it for me man i need something more with the with with the story you know give me something i, I agree with you on that like i don't really go to the movies a lot anymore because like the only thing in the theater now it's, uh, was it Brett Ratner that said that? No, it was, uh, fuck, I forgot the, the director who said it, but it's true. He's like, you're not getting greenlit for a movie right now at $100 million unless it's like, you know, Spider-Man 27. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, it's got to be like the word man and a number. Right. Yeah. And if that's not in your title, like, forget about right. it. No, they're so making you, movies, indie movies for a lot cheaper now. So. But you watch like some of the Netflix originals mm-hmm. or even like the Amazon originals are badass movies. Like, yeah. Like I got mad. Like I heard Roma. Roma got nominated this year, right? Yeah, I haven't won. seen it yet. Best won. director and best cinematographer. Karan won, right? Yeah, Karan's yeah. mm. a goat. Right now, he's nasty. Yeah, he's pretty dope. Yeah, um, I haven't seen it. Yet. I want to see it. But like when I saw Beast and No Nation on Netflix, which is a tough movie to watch, but I was like, "Fuck, this is amazing." Mm. You know, and why? So, why is it tough and why is it amazing? Have you seen it? No. Oh, it's about child soldiers in Africa. Okay. So just the subject matter is really hard. Gotcha. And. 
David Fukunaga, who actually directed it, like mm-hmm. he also he did the first season of True uh, True Detective. Okay. Like the way he shot it mm-hmm. was just like yo, there was no fucks given. So you were just sitting there like right. yo, like this shit is super graphic. Mm-hmm. Idris Elba is awesome in the movie. Gotcha. Uh, he plays a general that like recruits all these child soldiers and. You know, shit like that happens all the time. And, you know, we're all cuddled up in like this American society where like that doesn't happen here. Right. You know, so yeah. you don't realize that this shit's going on. It's just a deep flick. You yeah. know. But I'm a fan of like the five the one million to twenty million dollar feature is the movie I want to watch. Right. And that's know? disappearing. Big time. Yeah. At least from the theaters. It from is. theaters. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's something to be said because screens in your house are getting bigger. Right. So is there the medium screen, right? Like you got the big screen and then the small screen. Is there the medium right. screen? Medium screen. Right? <laughs> yeah, you know, is there yeah. the medium screen? Is there the home projector flick now? Right. You know, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I I also think that we got to stop being so old about the way we consume films, though. Like, life's changing, bro. Yeah. yeah. You could say the same thing about music, too. <laughs> well, yeah. see, my taste is very pop. Like, you know, what you said about liking the one to $20 million range in a film like i am the opposite i like uh, it. i want 250 enough, I want, yeah exactly like <laughs> you want all the you want all the smoke and, yeah and so for example like a movie like uh oblivion have you seen that movie oh yeah okay yeah. so i love that movie i think it's not like a masterpiece of a movie right but like there's some beautifully movie, shot though, <laughs> yeah it's a great movie I, yeah. I can watch it over and over and it's like really well shot i mean you know is it something like that they're gonna write books about no but you know it's it's good it, and, and it's entertaining and there's a lot of movies like that for me but when it comes to these like indie lower budget films, not a lot of them get through to me. Like some of them do, but like sometimes when they're graphic, you know, it's just like, oh man, this is just graphic for the sake of being graphic. You know? Yeah, but there's some. Mo- yeah. So I think what we have to realize is that when you get into the indie level mm-hmm. of indie filmmaking, there's a lot of really, I don't want to say whack. That's a that's a subjective term, but there's just. Mm. A lot of variations of filmmakers out there, mm. and sometimes you could just appreciate it, or it's just not for you, or sometimes fuck it, it just sucks. Well, right? the stakes yeah. aren't as high at that level because you're not investing as much money, so yeah. you can take more risks. So motherfuckers do all kind of crazy shit. Right. You know? I mean, there's a market for everybody, though, right? right? Yeah. I mean, think about it. There's movies out there like Attack of the Killer Donuts. Like, yeah, I absolutely. Watch. A title like that, I would never watch it. And, and that's like, why it's it's okay that I actually know the producer who made that. So sorry. It's actually okay <laughs> that you and I watch movies for different reasons. I didn't think that was a real thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm smiling at my boy. It is okay, know. yeah. Like, you know, I think that that's great because we can discuss it and, you know. And, like, for example, because you're looking at that genre, you can put me onto like, the best of that genre, you know? I mean? I mean, look, like, Shadi will tell you, like, my, my is it Dre or Shadi on the show? I don't know. It's Dre. Whatever, oh, Shadi. Right. <laughs> it, really, it doesn't really matter. Uh, Dre, I'll tell you, like, my favorite movie of all time it was made for $3 million. And it's Reckoning for a Dream. Okay. But like, it, you want to talk graphic? The movie's yeah. graphic as fuck. I can't watch that. But shit. have you seen it? Yeah, I've seen it. But yeah. graphic is not a requirement for me to to like an indie style movie. But you can't either. front though. The, the thing that's dope about the graphicness is it, it's a story about drug addiction. Right. So when you really when you I think I think I don't know Aronofsky personally, mm. and you know he adapted it from a novel. Mm. But if you want to make the viewer feel high, right, and feel the four seasons of just being a drug addict. Because he breaks it down in four seasons, right? Like, think about being a drug addict for a second. Right. Just talking about Reckon for a Dream, right? Mm-hmm. Starts off in the summer. Everything's beautiful. You know, Jennifer Connelly and Jared Leto are fully in love, and they're, like, in their honeymoon period of their relationship. And, you know, uh, Marlon Wayans, who, by the way, should have got an Oscar for that shit. But yeah, he was great. He was amazing. But Marlon Wayans is sitting there, like, the homie, and they're having a great time, and they're partying, and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And then comes fall, 
And now they start dealing. Things getting a little more serious now. Shit's getting a little darker. It's a little darker. And by the time you get to winter mm. and they're full-blown addicts, just look at the color of that film. It's fucking dark. Right. It's cold. And they're in New York and it's winter. Mm. You know, so mm. it's like... So he takes you on a year-long cycle of just becoming a full-blown drug addict yeah. and the ups and downs. And then the pacing... That movie made me want to be a filmmaker. And the pacing of the flick was just like really impactful to me because it's like... Yeah. And yo, shout out to Clint Mansell too because the soundtrack movie is nothing without that soundtrack. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. but either way, it's a very graphic film. But I think you have to be graphic. I think that. I've heard something similar about Fear and Loathing too. That every different drug he's on, they shot with a different format. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, different. Every, every every time he's on a different drug, they shot that in a totally different format. You know, one was yeah. sixteen, one was thirty-five millimeter or whatever. Right? But that's yeah. like the smart filmmaker coming in now mm-hmm. and trying to like being a filmmaker is like being a puppeteer, right? Like you're controlling someone's emotions. You go to the movies, mm-hmm. you might not be as serious into film as me and Shadi on like the technicalities and, mm-hmm. and the writing and who did this mm-hmm. and who did that, right. but you're paying for a ride. Right. You're paying for some kind of emotional, mental or physical release from reality. But like Requiem, for example, that's a good example because <clears throat> I walked out on Requiem, like in the theater. It yeah. was like I saw it on acid. It was too it's much of a for the reaction. first time? Yeah, yeah, in the theater it was a bad idea. Wow. <laughs> I was sober and I walked out, dude. I was like, I was fucked up. I didn't want to drink coffee after that shit. (laughs) I could only watch that movie like once every five years or something. That That movie takes takes an emotional toll on you, man. First day with my wife, she comes over and she's like, oh, let's put something on. And I was like, you want to see my favorite movie? You chose that? Yeah, uh, (laughs) shout out to her. Shout out to her. her. (laughs) When it was over, like I kind of blew like the first night situation happening because she was like, "You're weird." (laughs) (laughs) I should have picked something easier. Shot yourself in the foot. Yeah, big time. But the ultimate test, though. Yeah, yeah, stuck around after Requiem. Yeah, 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 to keep her. And Ellen Bernstein, who won the Oscar, yo, he's great. That that's Mm -hmm. the great thing about the flick. It's like drug addiction on so many different levels. Yeah. Yeah. But they say, like, if I had a strong reaction, which I did, which is a negative reaction, but the fact that I had a strong reaction to it makes a good art, you know? 100%. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. If you walked out of the theater and you didn't feel... Right. Like, you were like, oh. Right. Like, you ever walked out of a movie and just been like, all right, cool, let's go get a bite to eat? Sure, yeah. yeah. And you ever walked out of a movie and be like, yo, holy shit, that was awesome. You saw when fucking Captain America came down, blah, blah. Yeah. The movie's good yes. at that point. In my eyes, because you triggered an emotional response out of the audience. I heard Tarantino say that, I think it was in Con or in Sundance, that when they were screening Pulp Fiction, you know, the needle scene, the adrenaline shot or whatever mm-hmm. happened, and fucking it was dope. so tense that someone in the audience had a heart attack. Baby. What? And they ended up being okay, but Tarantino he, <laughs> Tarantino brags about it, basically. You know? yes, he I mean, would, did he have he an had, adrenaline shot? Because I would have just hit the dude yeah, having the I mean, heart that attack. That would have been like the most meta <laughs> shit ever. Just, yeah. 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 Life imitating art at that point. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yo, shout out. Who's the guy? That, fuck, what's the guy's name? There? But that's a badge of honor to, to Tarantino. Yeah, you know? right. He, the, he looks at that as a I badge mean, of shit, honor. You remember the Exorcist? People were puking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and they were yeah. like, "Yo, that's like, crazy." They there's something. They there's something to that. Like the fact that Clockwork Orange was banned in the UK for fucking forty years, and like it adds like this mystique. Same thing with Last Temptation of Christ. That mm-hmm. They couldn't show it in a bunch of theaters. I mean, Requiem people... got uh, uh, NC-17 yeah. in theaters. Yeah. And I was like, yo. That, that made me want to see the movie. So yeah. I was like, fuck, I want to see this. You know? Yeah, the yeah, bad publicity sounds... sometimes is good publicity. Like Sometimes that quote actually makes sense. You know? yeah. yeah, no. Not all bad publicity. Like, not all, no. Not all. Yeah. I mean, there's a couple <laughs> actors right now that could really <laughs> tell you to hold their beer on that one. Yeah, yeah. Kevin Spacey <laughs> said, bro, chill. I mean, he just had a movie come out that shit made like $6,000 opening night or some shit. It was like terrible. I heard it was less. Oh, really? Yeah, I heard it was less. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, it's too bad. Good actor, but damn. Talk about fucking... shooting yourself in the foot. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't even know. I mean, look, I've heard the rumors. I've heard, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, what do you guys feel about that? About what? Not Kevin Spacey in general, but like this guilty by social media. I feel mm-hmm. sometimes. Trial, I, trial by social media. Look, man, like Harvey Weinstein, like I completely believe it, right? Like there's no question that he probably did it. There's just too many stories. But do we really know? No, we don't. Right. And then like the whole we hashtag, don't. like believe the victims, you know, it's like, can you really live by that? Does that really hold up? Like how do, first I mean, of how all, we're assuming, well, first of all, we're assuming the word, <laughs> yeah. we're assuming the word victim, first of all. Yeah. Believe the victim. You're already giving them victim status. We don't know that yet. Like we, that's why we have, you know, checks and balances in place and right. shit. Jesse That's got douchebag of the week last week. Yeah, Jesse was douchebag of the week. I mean, I think he's douchebag of the month. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he sent all people of color back like yeah. 50 years without one dog. But, but, and gay people back. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look, at the end of the day, I just feel like you should be entitled to your day in court. And if you're guilty, mm-hmm. like Bill Cosby was, right. then you're fucking guilty and you're a piece of shit. Do I think Bill Cosby was a piece of shit? Fuck it. I mean, do I think Harvey Weinstein right now is a piece of shit? Yes. But mm-hmm. how much did social media even influence those the, that judge or those jury, whatever it was that, you know, convicted Bill Cosby. So, yeah. I mean, I think it's too it's too powerful to ignore, like, if you are a judge or if you're sitting on a jury, like, unless they sequester you, you know? Yeah, I mean, no, but at that point, you got to be selected. And I mean, like, there's no way in hell R. Kelly's getting a fair trial right now. But he, was, he got bailed out, about, actually. But today. R. Kelly's <laughs> guilty, though. Like, I've seen the videos. He married Aaliyah 15. Right. Like, bro, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're done. You know, it's cool. But one thing about, like, the Weinstein thing is I understand what he did was 100% wrong. But a lot of people reaped the benefits of that, too. Right. Like, a lot of people ended up coming up off that, too. So, it's like... So, it's how can you believe the victim when there's a contradiction in, in interest, a conflict of interest, because they're making money off of it. They're, they're, yeah, they're, like, almost complicit in a way. So, it's, it's weird, man. But back to my point. Like, look, I don't know who did what. I just... I, I'm on my... I wasn't there. Right. And I I don't want to be in a society where you're guilty stepping into a courtroom. And then you got to sure. prove your innocence. Right. For sure. And also, you, like, don't jerk off into plants. <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah. I mean, come on, yo, what's wrong yeah. with you? If there's you know? any lesson to take away from this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I secretly think he was trying to, like, create some sort of hybrid human... <laughs> Human plant baby. Did <laughs> yeah, you produce little shop pod, of horrors? Pod, yeah, baby. <laughs> pod people. Baby, Seymour. Yeah. yeah, man. That was a, yeah, that was, that situation. Little was, shop of horrors. That's a throwback. Yeah. That situation was sticky. Shout out to Rick Moranis, that dude. Oh, uh, yeah, Rick Moranis. But you know, I saw an interview that he quit show business just because uh, he went to raise his kids or whatever. Yeah, but you know how much money he made off Honey, I Shrunk the Kids? Yeah, I'm right. sure, a lot. Uh, you can, you can do that. that. He was at the top, though, after those movies. You know what I'm saying? He could have done anything after that. But what's the top? I mean, he was like, you know, like very requested. You know what I mean? No, is he, cool, is he coming like, back you... for uh, the new Ghostbusters? Did he come no. back for it? Is he? No. There's another one coming? Yeah, there's another one coming. Supposedly, all the originals are going to be back in it. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, minus Ivan Reitman, right? I mean... I mean, not minus uh, Egon. Yeah, yeah, Egon, sorry. Of course. Yeah. yeah. But um, but if Rick Moranis comes back, that would be sick. Yo, Rick Moranis yeah. is dope, dude. Yeah, but like, yeah. I, I kind of respect what he did, right? For like, sure. That's, that's the dream, dude. Like, 
I have a couple hundred million dollars in the 90s, which is probably like a billion dollars now. Right. So it's like, cool, I'm just going to walk away for the while and yeah. just go raise my kids. I can do whatever the fuck I want. I want to make a movie, I'll just produce it myself. No yeah, deal. right. You know? And Hollywood is, is a weird place, man, where it's like you have to live by a certain principles and shit like that, or at least you have to show that you have, like, you're in line with everyone else. And, like, the Oscars have become this, like, super political statement now and it's, right dude, everything's a political statement now i mean it's supposed to be like what you're watching to get away from politics and all of a mm. sudden it's like the oscars are drowning you with politics man mm. you know well i feel like hollywood art always is influenced by politics right so you know the, the, look at the civil rights era mm-hmm. right like a lot of music was born out of the civil rights movement or the vietnam war like channeled a lot of music out of it mm-hmm. I'm actually like, yo, where's the music? Because like Trump right now being president, like just lays you a landscape for like amazing music. But do you remember like you mentioned uh, it a lot though? But do you remember back when um, Michael Moore did the Fahrenheit 9/11? And he was in, he was at the Oscars for something, presenting something, and he tried to make a political message, and he got booed. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. That yeah, wasn't yeah. that long ago. Yeah. So like that kind of shows you how much. The world has changed now. Where now you go up on the podium and you're expected to make a political message. Yeah. Now, if you don't make a political message, it's like you're gonna get bombed on on Instagram or yeah. on uh, on Twitter and shit. Totally. Yeah. But it's it hasn't been that much time though. It depends on your persona though too. Like, they depends how you depict yourself. How you present that message? No, like if your persona is like, oh, I'm just like a rapper. Like, I don't give a fuck about shit. You know. They're not going to expect you to say shit. When you I'm talking there. specifically about Hollywood, though. The Oscars. Right. I mean, were you uh, shocked I'm by Spike about Lee doing that yesterday okay. or this week? No, but Spike Lee has been consistent since the yeah, beginning yeah, so of I'm his saying, career. Like, I, if like, he didn't do it, I would have been let down. Yeah. Like, I, I'm expecting Spike to make the, the message. But Spike is that guy. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Yeah. That, it's like everyone else ain't that guy. All of a sudden, Meryl Streep is political. Like, you yeah. know... It, that's what else I was gonna say. It's like not even a well-informed opinion. You know, a lot of these people are just repeating things they're hearing. Yo, you know? De Niro getting up on the podium saying, and Trump, just man. saying "fuck Trump" is right. fucking embarrassing, dude. Yeah. Mm. You know, that's yeah. not enough for me. Fuck Trump is not enough for me. Fuck Hillary is not enough for me. Like, give me something else, man. You know, I believe him though. You believe him that he's fucked Trump? <laughs> he's like, fuck Trump, I'll fuck you up. I'm not fucking with De Niro. <laughs> <laughs> you know like, De Niro, nice. De Niro, check Jay Z. Yeah, exactly my he point. Checked him. Yeah. He did. What did he tell him? He was like, "You're disrespectful and shit," because Jay Z stood him up on some shit. Yeah, what? he straight checked him, dude. What? <laughs> yeah, he's old and cranky, right? He's like, he's like, "I'm sorry." You know how Mr. old people Niro. don't give a fuck about nothing no more. I mean, he's still De Niro though. Like, you just got, yeah. you just got to respect it. It's like, yeah. I mean, would you fuck with Mike Tyson right now? Fuck nope. no. I want no smoke with Mike Tyson. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm cool. Shit. Why would you want to do that? <laughs> There's certain people you just got to give their props, man. And and it's weird because like now I know the argument is like, oh, these people have voices, too. But it's like, you know, I'm not watching him for his voice. I'm not watching De Niro for his political opinion. Right. <laughs> I'm watching him because he's a fucking great actor because Taxi Driver's, you know, one of the best performances of all time. I like what DiCaprio's doing, though, with his voice. Cause he's, he's an environmentalist. That's what though. I like it's, about him. Yeah. It's like it's a positive message. Yeah, it's not like dividing anybody. He's just like, yo, we need to right. make this earth better. Yeah, one hundred percent shit, and I'm cool with that. Yeah, but I'm also uh, DiCaprio's one of my favorite actors right now. Right, right. Yeah. But you know why? Because I don't know jack shit about DiCaprio. Other than he's an environmentalist. I mentioned that yeah. on a previous episode. Like mm-hmm. he's one of those rare superstars that is yeah. not really in the public eye that much. And yeah. that and it's proof that you can keep yourself out of it if you want. I mean, obviously he goes to, to some lengths to do that, you know, but. 
you can do it. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to a DiCaprio movie because of his beliefs. I'm yeah. going because he's a good actor and he morphs into whatever character he's playing and he's amazing at it. Sometimes he's got a point. Like, Shadi's got a point. Sometimes when a, when, a, when an actor starts speaking, you're like, oh, B, damn, why'd you talk? Right. Like, now, like, I look mm-hmm. at you different. I don't want to know what you think. Yeah. Right. You know? Kendrick Lamar's another one. Like, I believe, yo, like, think, like, yo, I think I'm secondhand high right now, but think about, <laughs> <laughs> think about, like, all the rappers from the 90s, right? Mm-hmm. Now, put them with social media. Do they have the same effect? Nah. Like, do you really you think- lose the mystique. Yeah, like, Tupac is Tupac because you- mm-hmm. You you're forced to believe whatever you saw on paper, right? Right. You know, Biggie's Biggie because you're forced to believe whatever you saw on paper. Right. You don't take Offset as serious as you took Tupac. Well, it's just too much, like yeah. you know, like. Oh, uh, you're saying like the fact that it was a scarcity, more scarcity, like to get news and images and stuff like that. Yeah, like I don't know what their every move is, and yeah. I don't know what they're doing, and I don't know who exactly. they're breaking up with or who they're dating, and yeah, you know, it's not like this whole TMZ scenario. So you, those rappers are almost a little more respected, especially rappers or like rock stars. Oh, right. Take Kurt Cobain and put yeah. him on Twitter. It's it's it, not the same. What? Yeah. Like what is? I mean, could you imagine those tweets? Like, but you know, I respect that about Eminem too. Mm-hmm. Eminem stays off social media. You so does Jay Z though? You don't know shit about it. Yeah, Jay Z. Yeah. Well, Eminem's Instagram. He has an Instagram now. He has an Instagram that someone runs. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And he'd like, I know on Twitter, he posts like once every fucking couple months and shit. Jay Z, too, though. He does like, you know who's brilliant on social media, though? Kanye. Yeah, Kanye's. Kanye is the best on social media. Yo, did you see that beat he made this weekend? Yeah, shit was ridiculous. This fucking stupid. I was like, all I took from it was like, look at how fast the landscape of public opinion can change on you. Like, when you're that talented. Like, everybody hated you. The week before last, everybody was like, you're a sellout to your culture. You're a sellout to your race. He drops one beat. He's the greatest of all time. Yeah. And you're like, God, man, you got yeah. He's, He's the, the GOAT. <laughs> that was quick. He's the GOAT. He's back. He was phenomenal, though. He yeah. was phenomenal. Yeah, can yeah. we pause for a second? I got to take a leave real quick. Yeah, man. Go for it. Good. What was your question? I was oh, just saying, like, of- yeah, should your opinion of the art of the artist, in other words, should you would you stop watching a movie or a show if you found out something negative about the artist? Yeah, uh, yes and no, but it depends on what the negative thing is. So, like, what would it take? I mean, yeah, like child molestation, right? Uh, rape, you know, murder. Does that say? But the the thing is though. That's not to say that the person's not a talented individual. So if you found out Marlon Wayans was involved in child molestation, you would never watch Requiem for a Dream again? Yeah, no, because I, 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 like, I haven't stopped watching movies. Like, I won't watch, I won't not watch the usual suspects now. Right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. no. But should he be stopped and like his career ended? Yes. Yeah. Of course, yeah. Like, I can separate the two. I can still watch one of his movies. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm yeah. not going to let that fucking ruin, you know, some like, some of my favorite movies, dude. I mean, look, what are you going to say? Like, you're gonna I'm never like going to watch Seven. didn't exist. I'm never going to watch Seven or, <laughs> yeah. like, you know. Right, that's what I'm asking. You know what I mean? Or Glengarry Glenn Gary, Ross But some shit. people right. do go to those extremes. They're like, yeah, yeah, boycott his shit forever and never watch his movies again. It's like, yeah, that's ridiculous, though. The yeah. whole cancel culture thing is fucking ridiculous, man. Why, though? You know, why cancel culture? Like, for what? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't deny that it happened. It's there. Right. Right. People dive way too deep into certain things, man. It's just too much. And then you realize that, like, real life is not Twitter, man. 
You know? Yeah. Well, that's like, the problem. Everybody's on woke Twitter. Like, I'm not even trying to be woke Twitter. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to be sleep Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But rarely do you see people acting in real life the way that they act out on Twitter. I just think Twitter's so, like, anonymous. Yeah. That people just, I think it brings out the worst in some people, you know? I, I think entertaining people, as fuck. I actually really like Twitter, man. I, think I, I enjoy Twitter. I mean, look, my life got way better when I got off Facebook. Right. Yeah. Um, I still have a Facebook. I just maybe post like once every four months now. I don't have it on my phone <laughs> and shit. Like, you know, yeah. um, Twitter, it's maybe twice a week that I'll say something. Mm-hmm. And even me, I catch myself sometimes. I'll tweet something like, oop, I should delete that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's that. You know, like... Like I'm even second guessing half the shit I said about Trump on Twitter. I'm like, oh man, like I don't know, this is the right move, bro. Let's just yeah. change it right now. <laughs> so, <laughs> what if I want to run for governor yeah. someday? <laughs> no, nah, not even run for governor. Like, what if this motherfucker? Like, what if this is like really like this dude's taking the shit the fuck over? I'm right. on a list. I'm dead. You think so? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Um, yeah, I'm. I don't know. I, I guess it just depends on every scenario. But there's been actors that have done stupid shit, that, right? Like, you know, they're still like great actors, right? Do I think Kevin Spacey, if he's found guilty, should ever make another movie? Mm-hmm. No. If he's not, if he's found not guilty, will he make another movie? I don't think he will. I don't think he'll be able to touch him with a ten foot pole. Right. But I think he's a phenomenal actor. That's the most I can say yeah. about Kevin Spacey, though. You don't think any like, for example, let's say he's shunned by Hollywood, right? Mm-hmm. And you have a script, and he was like, "Yo, I'll do it for spec or whatever." You're not gonna use them. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, I think you're testing my moral boundaries. <laughs> but you know that's what's gonna happen with one of these guys. Exactly. Like Kevin Spacey's gonna do some little indie, like right. one million dollar movie, and, and it's everyone's gonna be good. And everyone's good. gonna be like, "Oh my god, he's so amazing!" Right? I mean, look, I saw his "Let Me Be Frank" thing, which I thought was fucking creepy, but god damn, he was good in it. That was creepy. Like, it was the greatest, like, creepiest monologue of all time. I'm not going to front. The first thing I thought is, damn, this guy's a good actor. That's what I'm saying. That's the first thing I thought, bro. This guy's just washing his hands, and I'm like, all in. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, exactly. You know, like, fuck. That's too bad, man. I tried watching that last season of House of Cards, and bro, I just didn't, it didn't take. I could, and and I'm a fan of Robin Wright. I think she's a phenomenal actress. She's great. Yeah, Yeah. but I just, I felt like it was too rushed on the writing. See, there, I'm going to get like him, that the writing, but you see, that kind of show... The writing's important. You expect it. It's a political show. It. Yeah. yeah, man. Like yeah. he's had five years of phenomenal writing. And I think I'm not faulting Netflix for it. They had to figure it out. I think they were yeah, if I'm not mistaken, they were already in pre production with Kevin Spacey. Yeah. And then they just had to completely mm. work the show over super fast to make their deadlines to get it out. Right. And which is not an easy situation. I mean, I would have just killed the show. I wouldn't even gone season six. Right. I would have just been like, screw it, it's over. I'm you kinda bad. had a resolution. He was out of the office. Close enough. Yeah. I can't say much about it because I didn't finish it, you know? But just that first episode, you know, it just didn't do it for me, man. The first episode, I fell asleep three times. Oh, really? Three times I fell asleep. <laughs> I was like, fuck. And then when somebody tried to assassinate her, see, there you go. Like, your bang, bang, shoot him up shit, right? Somebody yeah. t- I was like, oh, okay. Uh. <laughs> and that was one of my favorite shows during its run. Yeah. That was, that was a really good show. Bro. I mean, the opening scene of the first episode is one of the greatest opening scenes of all time. When oh, he's, yeah. When he's choking when the he dog. he kills the dog, yeah. Yeah, it's like, have you seen it? Nope. Although I was Oops. not a dog owner. He kills the dog in the first episode. I was not a dog owner when I first saw that. So yeah, it was I don't fucked know. up. I'll probably feel differently about yeah. it now. <laughs> um, oh, you know what I saw uh, the other day? Uh, Wes Anderson's movie about dogs. Isle of Dogs. Is it good? It's pretty dope. Yeah, it's pretty dope. Yeah, some of the shit through. I mean, visually, it's like, dude, it's a fucking masterpiece. There's visually, a lot of dogs a in it, though, right? Masterpiece. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's not real dogs. It's all stop animation. No, you don't seem to understand. Do they bark? Yeah. I can't watch it. 
Oh, because of your dogs? Yeah, my dogs attack <laughs> the TV and shit, so I can't. No. It's fucked up, man. Are you like, serious? <laughs> yeah, my dogs attack the TV. When they hear another dog? What? Like, yo, but if you look at my, like, I got to get, like, a wall-mounted television next because I think my, like, they're going to fuck my plasma up at this point. Like, yeah. They uh, talk more than they bark, though. Okay. Oh, thank God. Yeah. But you know what I figured out? Well, actually, me and my girl figured out at the same time. We were like, whoa, that when you say the name of the movie, say mm-hmm. the name of the movie. Isle of Dogs. Say it like, like pronounce it. Isle of Dogs. Isle of Dogs. I love dogs. I love dogs. I love dogs. Oh, Whoa. pretty dope, right? Yeah, <laughs> that shit. Yo, that shit Word bumped play. the movie up like five points for what? me. What? <laughs> it's kind of ill, right? Yeah, it is dope. Yeah, it is dope. Because yeah, yeah. it's about like an isle, like an island that's that they banished, you know, stray dogs into, or just all dogs. Dogs get like outlawed and shit. Mm-hmm. So it's called Isle of Dogs. But it's if you say it together, yeah. it's I love dogs, it which is. Dope. And it's supposed to be his love letter to dogs because he loves dogs. I mean, I love. I got three of them. Yeah. So, what kind? I have two Boston Terriers mm-hmm. and a Chihuini. I think that's what it's called. Yeah, Chihuini. Yeah. It's an adopted like mutt Chihuahua mix. Chihuahua thing. mix of the Dachshund or whatever it's mm-hmm. called. Yeah. yeah, yeah. A cute little fucker. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's funny. I don't know if it's appropriate, but whatever. We named it Harley. Um, but like I named it Harley Weinstein because it like the we gave it a taper and it tried to rape it. So. <laughs> wow. <laughs> So yeah, my wife went to Harley. I just added the Weinstein. The yeah, <laughs> kept raping this teddy bear. I was like, it's fucked up. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna act like I didn't name Charlie after Charlie Manson. So, <laughs> so whatever, I get it. It's out now. Yeah, I have a. <laughs> how do you feel about this like true crime wave that Netflix is going through right now? Yo, that shit sells, bro. My wife loves that shit. Yeah, I'm like, it's weird because I have like this weird uh, fascination. I don't know if fascination is the right word, but we're very peaked interest in mm-hmm. serial killers. Mm-hmm. So when when they went through this whole thing, I'm like, cause they used to be like hooked on forensic files, right? And like I've seen every forensic file episode of all time. Okay. And when they went through this whole like true crime show, I was like, oh shit, this is dope. <laughs> like, yeah, headed, I'm all in. Headed in your direction. Yeah, and it's smart as a company because they're what they're saving money. Right. You know those things are way cheaper to produce than Daredevil or Punisher. Right. And they they work like the Ted Bundy tapes. Did you see that one? No, I saw little pieces of it. But... The first episode slow, but it's dope. Yeah. And then Evil Genius is dope. How to Make a Murderer is phenomenal. Yeah, like usually I'm, I'll watch comedy and shit like that. Like I'm not too much into that. What's your favorite comedy? Murder com- um, my favorite comedy show. Oh, show? Okay, cool. Show of all time, I would say probably The Office, I would say. You know what? I knew that because of your first episode. <laughs> yeah. And I know yours yeah. is Seinfeld and I'm super mad that Married with Children Never got brought up in that it conversation. Did. No, it didn't, dog. Yes, it <laughs> did. <laughs> I brought. I'm pretty sure I brought. No, nah, I never Mary made the cut, dog. Yeah, Mary we Mary the goat. I love Meredith. It's not the goat, but I love it's the that greatest show, comedy bro. show of all time, dog. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, I really think so. Nah, I think Seinfeld, man. And Seinfeld. A lot of people would say Cheers too. Cheers, you know, Cheers doesn't. It doesn't get the credit it deserves. Cheers is great. Yeah, it's a great show. I could quote The Office the most out of all those shows. You know? My wife loves well, The Office. Seinfeld. I also know all the episodes too. Right. You know? Yeah, The Office is up there for me. That's probably one A and one B for me. Yeah, The Office is Seinfeld, Seinfeld and the uh, the American Office. The American, yeah. yeah. I tried to watch the British one. I wasn't really nah. I, 
He's I love Ricky Gervais. Yeah, no, he's funny, but I just but the show I'm grab so me. invested in the American characters that I just couldn't make the the switch. You might have a point of why it didn't work for me because I just couldn't like transfer. Because we went on a rewatch of The Office when it hit Netflix. Yeah, we went through every single season again, cracking yeah. up. Then it ended, and we were like kind of depressed. Yeah, we were like fuck, what do we do now? Yeah, and then we're like, you start well, missing the theme song and shit. Yeah, yeah. So let's go to the office in England, and she was like, oh, that's gonna be awesome with British accents. And then it's like we didn't get any of the jokes. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah it does seem like a lot of inside humor too yeah 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 you guys, i'm waiting for the, the writer of the office now is with Carell, right he's doing a, a star wars no they're doing space force space force yeah, yeah, donald, yeah I'm saying, like, donald it's, trump's space force they're turning it into a series but it's like, like a docu-show right yeah it's like a docu-show like just office, like the office but in space and shit right? or, based on the space force <laughs> so i'm sure there's gonna be like a donald trump character like that's yeah. fucking genius bro. that's gonna be amazing yeah. i love it yeah, I love it. Yeah, it's so comical and out of this world in real life that they're like, yes, that's a show already. Let's right. make it. And they cast <laughs> Steve Carell. I mean, it's fucking perfect, man. Yeah. yeah. Well, you got to bring him. I'm just glad he's not making depressive movies anymore because like the last four movies he uh, made were yeah. so depressing. Is it is it a Netflix thing? The new show? Space the, Force? The show? Yeah. Um, I don't know. By that, I don't know. Hmm. I think it was a Netflix thing, actually, but not sure. Do you Netflix. Guys, do you guys still have cable? Yeah, I have DirecTV now or whatever that shit's called oh okay so online uh cable yeah yeah all right so you have like i have sling tv so you have what i have yeah pretty much all right i yeah. have that and then i combine it with other shit you know yeah yeah same as me yeah i just finished watching parks and rec that shit was pretty funny oh yeah yeah have you you guys watched that yeah i've seen in the like the first season or it's kind of like a classic show right yeah it came right after the office and it's kind of the same mockumentary style yeah you know? yeah i've never seen it so. yeah that's pretty good yeah. um What's her name is in it? Rashida Jones is in it. Okay, I'll watch it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. <laughs> I didn't take a lot of convincing. She's a good actress, man. She is a good actress, yes. <laughs> yeah. Very good actress. Yeah. I still say that uh, Jim fucked up. Jim should have stayed with Karen. Yeah, dog. And left Pam the <laughs> I was fuck like, alone. Wow, for Pam? I'm yeah, like, really? Yeah, leave Pam the fuck alone. Yeah. Not even because her looks, because Pam was a was ended up being a hater, bro. Yeah. When he was trying to do his thing. <laughs> Spoiler alert, right? But like the last season when he's trying to do his thing and, and have his own company and everything, she was like not supportive of that shit at all. Yeah. Where like earlier when she wanted to go to art school, he was super, he was like, yeah, go again. You failed your class? Go ahead. It's cool. Go again. Yeah. So she kind of fronted on him, bro. I feel like, you know, Karen was a better fit. When Michael's like, ooh, you're exotic. Your dad must have been a GI. Oh, my God, bro. <laughs> Yeah. No, one of my favorite scenes is when Will Ferrell takes over as the boss and they're looking for each other at the uh, bar. Yeah. The Angelo, on the cell phone talking to each other. But the Angelo like, Vickers, is that his name? Yeah. 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 yeah that was yeah. it. Yeah. There's so um, many great episodes. I think the yeah. best one is the dinner party, though. Yeah. When Michael and oh, Jan yeah. invite everybody over for the what, dinner party. Yeah. What show do you think has the best ending ever? Like of all the shows? That it has well, to be Sopranos. Sopranos I just, I, That's the most disappointing ending I've ever seen. Really? Yeah, I hated the ending. It has to be Sopranos, man. I was. Did you think your cable got cut? Don't but front. here's the thing. Don't front, though. Did you think okay, your cable got cut? Okay, but what's a more talked about ending? Huh? What's a more talked about ending? No, I'll give you that. I haven't seen but it. But is it the greatest? It was the most disappointing. It's talked about because it you was can make terrible. A case. You can make a case. Okay, what was the ending? Can you say it? Um, yeah, it doesn't say it. Now, he just goes right. to, he's in a restaurant and they're playing, I forget what song it is, like basically over the whole thing. 
Yeah. And he's just watching a bunch of people like come into the restaurant. Every single one of them had a reason to kill him too. I don't right. know if you know that. Right. But see, that's the thing. Yeah, I know. I know. You brought it's back like Inception extra... and shit, like how they leave. No, the it's just like you, yeah, it just cuts. You yeah, know what yeah it just cuts. Yeah. But Abruptly. it's like this really tense, and it go and it stays in black for mad long. Too. Yeah. So everybody thought their cable got cut off. Right. Like right at the last second, <laughs> because it doesn't just cut and go to like directed by or whatever. Right. It stays black for like ten seconds, dude, before it does anything. You know. I mean, look, Terrence Winter, who wrote it. Um, I'll give him his credit, but like I think he knew that people didn't like that. So the end of Boardwalk Empire. Is that was a great ending. Way better than that the Sopranos. Like way better. And he wrote them both. And it's like, but not fuck. nearly as legendary. I agree. I think Boardwalk's a better show than Sopranos. You know what's going to be the greatest television ending of all time? You know where I'm going. What? It's not Game here of yet. Thrones. It's Game of Thrones. Oh, dog. You had oh, to just like. Sorry, I'm so tired sorry, about hearing. Sorry. You're like the fifth person on this podcast that has given me a lecture on fucking Game of it's Thrones. A fucking, do you watch it? No. Ah. No man, I can't. Hey man, I don't like I don't I, like I wizards, bro. What you say? I don't like wizards, bro. There's no wizards in the show. <laughs> I don't like dragons, elves, bro. That's about it. There's a couple of dragons, but yeah, it's fucking shows the fucking dopest shit that ever in TV. Uh, the end of um, I mean, if we're going like on those kind of shows, the end of uh, fuck, holy shit, the wire, the end of the wire. I didn't say I, I never saw the wire. You seen the wire? No, I haven't seen the wire. Legendary. You'll love yeah. writing wise. You'll love because yeah. you're gonna go through season two. Yeah, season running. two completely flips. I know. I know. Yeah, everybody told you, right? I know what happens. And then I didn't tell you that. No, uh, Sophia told me. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Completely flips, and then it goes back, and then it goes back, and then at the end of season five, you're like, "Why season two sucked? Like, what the fuck was that even for?" And then you're like, "Oh my god, it was genius." You know, yeah. so it's fucking dope. Um, I think what other shows. I mean, House of Cards was signed up to be a really good ending. <laughs> yeah, that's one of the mo- that's one of the most disappointing endings. How about that? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And what's disappointing because I didn't even want to watch it. How about that? My favorite ending probably Seinfeld, man, just because it's you know I think it's hilarious that they end up in jail. That was considered a disappointment, but I kind of agree with you. I think I think them all ending up in jail and like just kind of being oblivious to it all is kind of genius. You know, brilliant because like. You know, the, every episode, they're like, think they're doing the right thing. They end up hurting someone. And then at the end, it all comes back to bite them in the ass, you know? Yeah. And they're having the same exact conversation at the ending about the uh, the button or some shit that they had in the first episode. The right. very first conversation. It's the first one, the same one. A lot of people think the end of Lost is like the greatest shit that ever happened. I've never seen Lost. I've never seen Lost I, either. Yeah. I, I heard a lot of people were disappointing in that ending. Really? Yeah. yeah it was like a dream or some shit. Yeah. Like, like it's, apparently it starts in an eye and then it ends back in the same exact eye. But you had eight seasons to get. I don't know. I I'm one of those people. Game of Thrones was the exception. Right. That and I think you're like me in this situation where everybody's bugging out over the show. I'm just not watching it. Yeah. I don't even know why. That's I just don't me. want to do it. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I don't watch Game of Thrones. But like, not the only reason, but also because it's too cult like. Huh? It becomes too cult like for me. I, that's one thing, and then the other thing is that I don't like that uh, fantasy, like that fantasy dragons uh-huh. and wizards and fairies and shit there's no fairies but it's not about dragons bro, Jesus, bro. <laughs> the show's not about dragons Damn, bro dog, it's so good it's about betrayal <laughs> yeah it is i know the it's whole about fucking power, dog. i could convince power. someone else right. to watch game of thrones you sound convincing bro <laughs> the show's about betrayal bro dog. family winter is. is coming <laughs> it's like the godfather of westeros it's just weird no, it's Listen, so it hasn't, it hasn't declined for you at all though like it's in the last season now right no every season's been better and better and better yeah yeah, yeah, yeah i've yeah. heard i've heard some people say I'll probably watch it like in 10 years yeah because some people just want to watch people get their heads chopped off in the first two episodes and they have no no 
poor, no, they have no sense of story development or character development. Okay. I mean, dude, there's like a hundred plus speaking characters in that show. Mm-hmm. Right. So you could do the math on how many storylines are being developed at any given time. Right. Are um, you on Westworld yet? Uh, that show. First season, not second. I got to watch second. That, that show's, show's fucking fire. Though. That, that show's shit. sick. Yeah. Um, That's probably one of my favorite shows ever, I would say. I feel like that show is super writing heavy, though. So the, maybe that's why I like that show, you know? It's like the just the writing is dense, man. It's I'm like, surprised when a lot of people are like, oh, I can't watch it or it's boring because I've heard like a couple people say that. And I'm like... It's a slow burn. Yeah, but like... But it's so conceptual, so though. It's so conceptual. And that Anthony like, Hopkins kills it. Kills it. It's yeah. one. You know what shows great? That I'm gl- See, I like when HBO does shit like this. Mm-hmm. They dropped one season, like, we're not doing season two, which was The Night Of. Yeah, I never saw that. Fuck. It was eight episodes long. And from the jump before they even released it, like, there's no season two. Mm-hmm. It's just perfect. We're not fucking with it. And so it's like, a miniseries. Yeah, it was a miniseries from the jump. But yo, this shit is perfect. It was like if Alfred Hitchcock did a miniseries. It's fucking nasty. Nice. You know? Did you do the uh, Bandersnatch thing? I did. What'd you think? I was entertained. It was like a video game, though. It wasn't my favorite Black Mirror experience. I mean, I'm a big Black right. Mirror fan. Do you watch Black Mirror? No. Do you? Black Mirror's great. Yeah, yeah Black Mirror's dope. Black Mirror's cool. Mm-hmm. And every episode's different, so it's not like you got to go back to like season one, episode one. They're all like one hour mini movies. Oh, yeah. okay, cool. Um, but they made a movie called Bandersnatch, and it was like the first like interactive right. film. Yeah. So you could like, well, you know already, right? No, no. Choose no, your no, own no, adventure. Oh, oh, yeah, it's a choose your own adventure. Okay. So like right now... Um, you know, I have the, the my, my vape stick and I have the, the, the raw papers, mm-hmm. you know. The movie will pause and you'll have your Netflix remote. It's like, click left if you want them to grab the vape stick. Click right if you want them to grab the, the papers. Right. And the, some decisions have very impactful routes for the characters. That's why I think they fucked up. Like, I didn't need to know what cereal he ate. Like, it's right. cool. Like, just make him eat cereal. Like, that shit had no <laughs> inclination on the story. Yeah. But like, you know, when he made the left to go somewhere or the right to go somewhere and, you know, he goes with his homie or he goes to see the doctor, mm-hmm. like that was a big story plot that it was like, it's going to go one of two ways. Um, and, you know, we, like I haven't even seen every ending. There's like nine endings. Mm. So I saw a bunch of them. Yeah. yeah. There's only two that I, that I really enjoyed. I would think it would take you out of the moment to like, have to pick what to do. You know what I'm saying? That like, was well, my a, experience. That's a, yeah, yeah. It, that's it, it took me out. It took me out. Yeah. Every time it would go to that. And then it's like they give you some control, but. But for someone that plays video games, that's not enough control, man. Like, yeah. you know, gotcha. yeah. if I'm going to choose my own adventure, I'd rather play GTA or something. I mean, I just, I just liked the creative out the box thinking of the movie. So yeah. it was like, OK, I've never seen anything like this. Right. And this is fucking fun and it's cool. Mm-hmm. Do I think it's the wave of the future? Maybe. Maybe, maybe not. I, I don't, don't know. see it. I don't see it. You never know, bro. Never I mean, know. I think there's a genre that could develop out of it. Oh, yeah, it's a genre. Yeah, I don't yeah, see it, yeah. like, uh, replacing movies, though. No, no. I mean, but what are, like, yo, what is, like, yo, think about it. Like, what is technology even going to look like in 100 years? Right. Yeah, movies even going to be around. Right? Yeah, it's crazy sorry. shit now. Uh, think about, like, when you play Tech Mobile, like, in the 80s or 90s and yeah. shit, you know, and, like, you're playing Madden now. Those motherfuckers look real. Right. So what are we going to be doing in 50 years? What are video games going to look like that? Like, what if we're part of a fucking video game? And, yeah. and we there's actually there's actually that that theory does exist yeah that, that this whole thing is a video game like scientists have proposed this you know yeah and it makes total sense um, because of the way that we perceive uh, the world basically so mm-hmm. the theory the the scientific data behind 
the way we perceive the world supports that when we are not paying attention to molecules, they're not in a solid state. So in other words, if I'm not looking behind mm-hmm. me, whatever's behind me is actually not fully formed until right. I look at it. And once I look at it, it fully forms. So that's been scientifically proven. It has something to do with the way we perceive whatever. So because but that's the case. behind you, it's there, bro. I know. <laughs> Thanks for letting me know. Behind I you. Back, <laughs> cool. I started to get nervous for a second. <laughs> I started to trip myself out. Um, yeah, no, but um, so because of that, it's just like a video game, right? Mm-hmm. It's like if you're not, the character's not looking in that direction, that in, in real life or whatever you want to call it, that part doesn't exist until you turn the joystick right. and the character looks and then the video game forms like that area something you know. the falls in the forest and no one's around does it make a sound does it make right. a sound yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so you know there's actually some scientific data to support we are in a video game. yeah i mean look yeah. i think there's scientific data to think that eventually we're going to figure out time travel it's probably not going to be in our so? lifetime but i think einstein einstein proposed it i forget the exact thing but i, I researched it for a script i wrote yeah for, that in, that uh included time travel yeah. So Einstein already kind of figured it out, not figured it out, but theorized on what would cause it and what it would look like. You know? Yeah. Like I personally think now we suck mm. and I'm going to tell you why we suck because aliens don't come to visit us. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, we're anymore. Like, yeah. We're boring. bro. Anymore. Yeah. They, yeah, exactly. But they came back like, and then I started thinking mm. like, were there really that many aliens or did somebody just figure out time travel? Mm-hmm. Cause like, if I had time travel, what's the first thing I'd do? I'd want to see if Jesus really existed. So I'm going straight. That's the first thing I'd do too. Yeah, like, really? I want to see Jesus. Yeah, that's what you guys would do. That's yeah, the greatest dude, story of all time. Come on, bro. How real is the Bible? I want to go back and like. It's the greatest I wonder story how many of all time. People feel that way? No, I'd pick something fun to do. I'd go in the future or some shit. Why would you go forward with as much history that's debated right now? Like, I'd go to 1992 and spit all of Eminem's rhymes. <laughs> now, <laughs> you're <laughs> now you're thinking that's better. Yeah, I would go back to like 89 the and like genius start developing Google. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd invest in Apple when it was $10 a share. Straight. <laughs> yeah. uh, but not like, you know, Christopher Columbus reported seeing aliens while he was on his trek to America. Did he really see mm. aliens or did some guy with like, yeah, I want to see the first trip to America. I'm going to go back and check out mm. Christopher Columbus on his boat because it just pops in and pops out. Like, right. Sounds kind of time travelish. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. What would you go, Pete? But like nobody come. And why don't? What's up with aliens? They don't fucking fuck with big cities, dog. Like I feel like they came and they saw, yo, these guys aren't ready, man. We'll be back in like another hundred years. Yeah, (laughs) I think aliens had to do with yeah. Now we're going into some crazy, some other shit. But I like the theory, the the Zechariah Sitchin theory that. um, Oh, this guy just fucking threw a fucking eighteen syllable word at me. What? Zechariah Sitchin. (laughs) Uh, He's a he's Zechariah Sitchin is a scientist. Okay, but his theory is that the Anunnaki thing. You've heard Uh, the Anunnaki thing that we were created by another species from another planet, and we were basically fused with, breeded with the with the apes, and they created us as a species Mm. for some sort of. I'm not mad at that. Yeah, it kind of kind of makes sense to me. That's Prometheus. That's the movie. Is it? Prometheus. Yeah, I haven't seen that. Yeah, seen it that. is Prometheus. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and there's a whole theory too that like, what if we're just alien DNA and the aliens came from a planet that was right. yeah, well, shit. We're, we're unique in this planet and that we have like this highly developed consciousness. No other, you know, being on this planet has it. So why is that true? But yeah, but yet we uh, share the same properties as a being from this planet, as like a mammal. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I think like. Uh, like when people say that, but then they're like, the duality of man is that we also act like animals sometimes, you know? Like, but that's what I'm saying. It's because we are animals, but, you know, we were infused. I think we were, the missing link is the aliens, bro. Mm. <laughs> they also say octopus uh, 
have alien DNA too. Like they have, they don't have anything DNA that resembles anything on Earth. Really? Yeah. Hmm. They're, they're highly intelligent. Have you seen like yeah. when they put them in a jar and they like unscrew the jar? Yeah. yeah oh, they can unscrew that. the jar. Yeah, they can oh, unscrew the jar. They can like figure so, out puzzles and shit. Like, oh, word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Octopus or octopi. Yeah. Octopi are pretty gangster, huh? Yeah. Octopies. Octopies whooping your ass in chest. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta have some balls to name a movie Octopussy. Yeah. Shout out to Bond, man. Bond's the greatest. <laughs> Octopussy. Yeah, I had to, I had to uh, relinquish my because we had a battle. And I told him Jason Bourne was the new Bond and it was gonna take Bond out, and I just got shut the fuck down. Oh, yeah, yeah, Jason Bourne versus Bond. Nah, man. It, it yeah. was. I, I jumped in over my. Jason head Bourne has got. Has he's got to gotta put in his time still. You know. Yeah. yeah it was just like time. yeah, you made it a, a, a you know you made it a hotline. I made it a hot song. Like. It was like <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. Bond is always going to own the spy genre. Bond mm-hmm. kind of started the spy, or you know, Bond took it to its limits. I mean, bro. you just can't yeah. fuck with a fifty-year legacy, dog. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. ten character replacements, and you're still just no problem. Nobody even questions you. You're like, cool. Oh yeah, new Bond. Yeah, cool. got it. Great. This guy's yeah. young, good looking, good. Try to sign me up. Yeah. I'm here. He's British. Cool. I mean, and I was all for Idris Elba playing Bond. What if they oh, try I'm down to, for that? What if they try to make it Bond female? No. Wow. I'm sorry. I'm huh? sorry. No, man. That's not the way uh, the original character look. Yeah, first might of as all, well just make a whole new character. Right? Well, first of all, I think what does it prove, even from the feminist perspective? What are you saying by wanting to take over as Bond? I mean, Bond's, you, Bond's boss is that female. women can kick ass too, and that. But they why can also, Bond's boss is already female? But why like Bond answers to a female, right. right? But why couldn't? But that came. That was not Ian Fleming. That's yeah. something the producers did. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so M is not part of the Ian Fleming novels and shit. He no, is, M but it's is a, a man. Dude. M is a man in the novel. Oh, okay. Yeah. Got it. But like, look, the side characters I think are interchangeable. Interchangeable, you know. But mm. Bond himself was basically based on Ian Fleming. Mm. You can't put Ian Fleming in a woman's body and and have the same character, man. You know, it's just not. It's just fundamentally a different character. So yeah. I'm just. And my thing is, like, what does that say about women that you need to piggyback off a male character in order to, to you know, to, to reach this level or whatever? I say create a badass female character, which is, like, what I've tried to do with my comic book and, and like, a lot of, like, Tarantino Pope does it all the time. Popeofworld.com. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> no doubt. Yeah, man. Like, <laughs> why, why are we not giving women... Uh, enough credit to think that there can't be original female characters that'll blow up and be as big as a James Bond. Yeah. Why change James Bond to a female? I think, right. if anything, that's regressive. I don't think that's progressive. Yeah. You know? They came out with Salt, but that was just a bad name for a movie, I think. I mean, I honestly, the storyline had super holes in it, but Atomic Blonde was dope. Yeah, I couldn't get through the first. I couldn't get too graphic? I couldn't, no, I couldn't get through it. Like, it was just. I don't know. Cheesy? Yeah, it seemed like a little poppy or something. I like, mean, look, it was, it's, a, it's almost like a spy movie. If you like if a spy movie and like an 80s music video had a kid, right. it'd be like Atomic Blonde. Mm. You know, it's like, okay, cool. Like, it reminded I, I, me of like Sucker Punch or something like that. Yeah, yeah. it's weird, but like, ah, maybe it's just because Charlene Theron was in it and I just kept watching. What like, I'm more disappointed <laughs> about with, with the Not Bond. even on some perversion. Like, she's just dope. Like, I think she's a dope actress. She is dope. I like her. I like yeah. her. What I'm what disappoints me more with the Bond is the fact that they're like trying to take cues from the Marvel universe and make like all, every movie into like this one continuous story. Like that to me, profitable is the opposite of the Bond formula, though. Yeah, the mm. Bond formula every movie is a standalone movie, and you only get hints of like 
continuous shit that happened in the past. Like you'll see. get little hints here and there, but yeah. it's not like that's where you and I disagree. See, I liked the continuity of the last four movies. Like I thought that was dope. Yeah, no. That, he almost threw up in his mouth. Yeah, I did. I did throw up in my mouth. I'm glad we got it on video. He's, a, he's such a like Bond like. No, especially like it was forced with the last movie when they tried to tie them all together. I you feel can tell. Like it was hold on, hold on. You can tell mm-hmm. that it wasn't written that way originally. You know, so th- that for me already disqualifies it. Well, if I can tell that you just tried to like, oh, okay, let me make this movie. I'm going to tie the last three movies together. It was me the whole time. It was this villain the whole time. It's like, come on, dude. I mean, okay, so... You, but let me ask you, you, you didn't... Go ahead, I cut you No, off. you can go. Because look, uh, how, look how Thanos... My bad to cut you off, but look how they've done with Thanos in the Avengers. Like, right. they've had that planned from the beginning, that it was Thanos the whole time. Even if the protagonists in the fucking, uh, you know, in the movie didn't mm. know it, we as the audience already knew it. And we knew that it was building up to Thanos. Right. But like... You know, these guys spent three movies with all these different villains and setting up all this other shit. They set up a, a the quantum organization and all this shit, and all of a sudden, you're gonna tell me it was Blofeld right. behind all of it? I just don't buy. But you don't, it, you don't, you don't, you don't agree with the fact of like saying, okay, as a franchise, because Bond is a franchise. Mm-hmm. You know, we've made the same movie consistently for forty years. Just we switched the villain, we switched the the, the, the stakes. Let's just take an experiment and try something different mm-hmm. and make a trilogy. Mm-hmm. Right. You don't you don't agree with that? I agree with it if you're gonna do it the way that like Chris Nolan did it or Star Wars did it, where they planned the whole fucking thing out, and I don't feel like you're just trying to stitch the shit together at the end. That's mm-hmm. my yeah. problem with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, here's my response to that. I would say a lot of movies nowadays like make a part one, then they have a hit and then they scramble to do a part two and a part three and it feels rushed, right? Mm-hmm. So I've seen that happen. So I know exactly what you're talking about and I hate that usually also. But Casino Royale and Quantum of Solace were planned like as a as a two as part a duo movie. for yeah, sure. As yeah. a two part movie. Yeah. And what they did at the last minute to stitch them together wasn't that bad in my opinion. It doesn't it holds up to some degree you know what i'm saying like it wasn't as bad as i've seen other movie franchises do and for that reason plus it's bond and it always gets a pass with me plus the movie is dope like it just has like the right tone that i like and shit like the right yeah, action but there's levels to bonds though yeah there's and here's the thing but though, i really like i also think this is the best bond you know so that's who craig yeah craig daniels he's the best bond not named timothy dalton <laughs> but that's a whole different podcast so timothy <laughs> dalton being the best bond out of all of them nah. it's a whole different podcast I, timothy dalton is dope but he's just restricted by his era yeah but i think you put timothy dalton in like a casino royale you give that guy a script like casino royale he would kill it man he was the original still, how many bonds are still alive the only one that has died is roger moore okay all the other ones are, are alive would it be a fresh ass bond if like all the bonds just cameoed out for each other? They were supposed to do that for uh, Skyfall. Oh yeah. In Skyfall, you know when he goes to like the old retirement place that for double. That's my favorite agents. bond movie, by the way. Mm-hmm. Skyfall. Yeah, I love Skyfall. Yo, my girl cried during that movie. Really? It was, yeah, it was like it was one of my proudest moments. <laughs> so, yeah, it was amazing though. Yeah. Yeah. When uh, M dies, spoiler alert. Yeah, I didn't do it. <laughs> yeah, spoiler alert. Whatever. <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> I like uh, Casino Royale better than Skyfall. Oh, really? Skyfall's dope yeah, too. Yeah. Casino Royale is dope. Casino Royale to me is 
and this is blasphemous to say, but it's probably the best Bond movie. <gasps> nah. Wow. See? Nah? Yes. Yeah, I'm I think it's, I think it's the best Bond movie. Yeah, I'm not gonna front. 100. Yeah, I, I'm a big fan. That's my number two. I just because it's got the best Bond in it. Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> I mean, I I like, I'm with him though on Daniel Craig though. I, I fuck with Daniel Craig. I like yeah. Daniel Craig too. Yeah. yeah, I like him too. I like him too. I just you know Timothy Dalton was the Bond that was in theaters when I was a kid, and that's when I first got into Bond. You right. know, so I was watching the Roger Moore movies at home in the VHS. But Timothy Dalton's the dude in the theaters, bro. That yeah. I actually went to the theater to go see first. You know what I mean? Right. So. That's always going to be my bond and shit. I think also like the the genre, the action movie genre nowadays lends itself a lot more to the theme of bond. You know what I'm saying? So like, it, you know, that kind mm. of born esque type of movie, right? Mixed with bond is perfect marriage, you know? So that's mm. another reason why I think. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know that I agree with that because I think a character like bond really strived in the Cold War era. And when the Cold War was over, they were scrambling to figure out what is Bond going to be now. So it became about first about technology, then it came about uh, surveillance. Mm -hmm. But they didn't have that anchor, that Cold War anchor that, you know, that Fleming based all his books on. And that shit fucking continued up until the 80s. So Bond is a Superman of spy movies. Basically, yeah. he's a Cold War creation. Superman's a World War II creation. Yeah, 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 yeah for yeah. sure. For so sure. it's Captain America. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Got it. Yeah. Basically, and then when the war ended, they had a whole like conflict, like what the fuck. And it's like, what do we do now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, how yeah. Do we, we gotta just make them fight crime, right? So, That's why Batman is the greatest because he's been doing the Superman same would shit. Fuck the whole... Batman up. Like, but what happened when they fought though? Batman about to Batman about to kill his ass. About to murk him, dog. He was about to murk him, bro. But I'm a Superman Maria. fan. Martha, 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 whatever. Like, yeah, because that's not what would really happen. Superman would have just snapped his neck. Yeah, yeah, I don't even think the fight lasts that long. Like, if you, there's insane fucking decisions. It's just yeah. Well, the point of it though is like, well, I hate when people say, "Oh, Superman would kill him." The point of it though is that Batman outsmarts Superman. That's the point. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's supposed to be smarter than him, that's so he outsmarts point. him. But that's not the argument. The argument is who wins in a fight. Yeah. Okay, but who wins in a fight? That's an obvious Matt, argument. Smarter. <laughs> yeah, if we are, who wins in a chess match? Okay, Batman gets it. But I'm just saying, like, if they go to war with but each other, he outsmarts him. You don't think he could win a fight by outsmarting someone? I don't think he has the time to. You know, how fast Superman. Is? <laughs> yeah. He don't got the time. But he planned for that. Yeah. He planned for Superman. You just feel speed. a breeze, and he's standing behind you, like holding your beating heart and shit. Like if they're both at a bar, and before he knows it, he's in a trap, son. You know what I'm saying? So they both die. Motherfucking Batman. Like, right? I, I think the fight happens like they're both at a bar having a couple, you know, a couple of glasses of scotch, and then it just gets a little out of control, and then Batman just bites off a little more than he could chew, dog. I think Batman has a contingency for every situation. That's the thing. <laughs> Batman's like James Bond in a way, you know? Yeah. Anyway, douchebag of the week. Who's it going to be? Oh, shit. You got one? Huh? Douchebag of the week. I mean... So we do a segment on this show where we honor... Called Deep For lack of a better word, you know, the biggest douchebag that's that's come your way this past week. Do I have to know him or can it be anybody? It can be anybody. anybody. Oh, I got to go with Robert Kraft. Oh, Robert nice. Kraft is the douchebag of the week. Bro, you just okay. won the Super Talk Bowl. About what are you going to do now, Robert Kraft? I'm going to go to a whack shack. Like, what the <laughs> fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> Disney World wasn't cool enough anymore? You can't afford it for the whack shack? Like, not Orlando? <laughs> like, I'm not mad at the guy, bro. Huh? I'm not mad at the guy. Yo, you own the Patriots, homie. Look, I, hey, look, I don't cheat on right. my wife. Have the whack shack come to you. But, yeah, yeah. But you know, he's a, but, but uh, he was, he's mourning his wife. No, he's mourning his wife. Yeah. Cool, that's great. But like, the, uh, I mean, look, the guy owns... 
the pa- he owns the craft empire. You know, the, yeah. forget the Patriots oh, yeah, is like yeah, a small piece of the guy. puzzle. He's yeah. the cheese guy. Yeah, I mean, dude, catch up. Like, he owns all- no, that's Heinz, Heinz Field. Heinz, yeah. Uh, but yeah, Robert Kraft, I don't really think needs to go to the Rubber Dog shop. Like, how does that even work? I feel like he's got. A, I feel like he's got a bad friend in his life, like a bad influence that's like not as rich as him, and probably was like, "Yo, yeah, he's I know president. exactly what you're gonna do." <laughs> he's the president. His president lives down the block. Yeah. Trump's like, "Yo, look, Kraft, Patriots, my favorite team. I got the perfect spot. I got you. Go to Oriental, whatever it's called, House of Horrors, and just go over there." Like, I think he went there because like he felt like it's uncomplicated. You feel me? Right. Honestly, I think he just got jerked because I read the article and they were already doing a sting. Well, he right. actually got jerked, obviously. But I'm saying yeah, like yeah, he they, got were jerked. Do, they were doing a sting on the place for like a month. Mm-hmm. He just happened to be one of the clients. One of the clients, yeah. Gotcha. And but they had him on tape actually performing sex acts or whatever. Right. All right, cool. I'm just that's saying, foul as fuck too, man. That the cameras, the they put up cameras at the fucking whack job. You know, like yeah. come on, man. Uh, I don't. I mean, look, I'm just. I'm just like it's like R. Kelly too. R. Kelly's probably douchebag of the week too. Like yeah. well, douchebag I mean, of the R. Kelly century. is yeah. Come on. Like, but I'm just like when you're that paid. R. Kelly's even disqualified from douchebag of the yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, he's no, way beyond right. a douchebag. I mean, look. If yeah, you, we can give it to Robert Kraft, but I'm not sure that I'm on board for that one. You know, but we'll give. But you know, since you know, you're I'm, the, I'm you're a dolphin fan. I'm a dolphin, yeah, you're a dolphin fan. fan. So <laughs> nothing just, can feel better to me. Then some L for the Patriots. This is true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll expose it. They still won the Super the two Bowl. Two RKs got it today. Robert yeah. Kraft and Robert Kelly. Yeah. Still won the Super Bowl, though. Yeah, they did. They'll do it to him. It's fine. Yeah. Yo, Robert Kraft, man. <laughs> you know, fight this shit. We got to stand up for these hand job joints, man. <laughs> <laughs> fight it with everything you got, bro. I don't know. I mean, what, what do you guys think? Who else is a, a douchebag this week? No, we'll give it to RK, man. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah, Robert sure. Kraft. I don't fuck with your cheese and all that. You know what I'm saying? But I'm in favor of you being able to get a hand job. And I'm in favor of... You make um, a good mayo, though. <laughs> make some good mayo? <laughs> yeah, he literally. Yeah, he was making mayo. At I the mean, I'm sure he's not making anything, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, it's, it's, it's well made. Damn it. yeah. I walked right into that <laughs> one. Well, no, he made the mayo at the, at the whack job spot. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, I, I just think like Robert Kraft's a douchebag because you don't have to go to the wagon track. When you got that much bread, you just. Right. Yeah, come on. Be smart. You don't even have to pay. Like, you could just have chicks hanging out with you. They're going to do whatever smarter. you want. Yeah. I know, but I know what he was thinking. He's like, this I'm going to no, have chicks hanging out. They're going to be posting on Instagram. Yeah, this is They're no going to be making this. fucking noise. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. bro, I'll just go to the little handy spot, it's bro. It's discreet. Nobody has yeah. to know. Yeah. I get it, man. Yeah. I think he. I, get even, it. I think like, he I even had like one of his boys drop him off and shit. You know. Well, that's what I want to like. How does that work? Because you know Robert Crafting like driving a Civic, so it's like, how does that? I think like... he had someone drop him off for that reason. Oh, so he probably like, dressed he's down just in a hoodie. He yeah, he probably dressed <laughs> down. Sunglasses yeah. and a baseball cap, like yeah. you know, like. Oh, yeah, I feel bad for the guy, but whatever. Yeah, I guess fuck the Patriots, right? Yeah, fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> whatever, whatever. And fuck Kraft cheese. And, he's you know, rich. Just eat fuck. Don't feel too bad. He's just chilling in his mansion tonight. Fuck him, man, Tom Brady. Yeah. By the way, all you Tom Brady fans, Joe Montana's the goat. We all know what's really. Good oh yeah, so. Joe Montana's my goat for sure. I don't know much I mean, about football. You can't argue with the rings. But I grew up like, watching Joe Montana. Yeah, yeah. Tom Brady is kind of the goat, though. Yeah. I'm not gonna front. I'm Help sorry. Tom Brady to win a Super Bowl and within seven points, and we'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> and the more he wins, the more you're gonna qualify his position. It's like, no, no, no. But did he win it by eight points? <laughs> no, no, I mean he bodied the Rams though, so I gotta give it to him. But still, it's just like, fuck him. Yeah, he's the goat. Guy. I mean, I said this. I said it like two Super Bowls ago. So. You just won two more after that, you know. I mean, once he exceeded the ring count, uh, you can't argue. What are you gonna do? Yeah, yeah, it's done. What are you gonna do? Yeah. yeah, all with one team too. It's not like LeBron hopping and you know it's all one squad. So it's like, 
Yeah, no. LeBron, no, LeBron. No matter how good the game, no, no matter how good his squad even is, he's going to the Super Bowl. Let me tell like, you, yo. LeBron, I don't even, I think he's maybe number five in my top five. Yep. Like, I don't even, he barely cracks the top five. Yeah, the debate of LeBron Jordan is. Is he the goat done. of this era? It's done. Is he the goat of this era? Yeah, this He's era. the goat of. You're 17 years old right now. You've been watching football since you were 10. Put yourself in your Jordan era. Right? Well, look, post-Jordan, I'll tell you who the GOATs are post-Jordan. Kobe. Tim Duncan and Kobe Bryant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tim Duncan and Kobe Bryant. And then it's like lesser ones like Dwayne Wade, LeBron, Dirk Nowitzki, Kevin Garnett. Like all these guys that won championships too, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but nah, the, the GOATs are Tim Duncan and Kobe Bryant. Definitely. They each got five. Jordan got six. It's simple mathematics, bro. Yeah. Yeah. LeBron's got three. I mean, yeah. like, you know, what are we going to do? And if you really, if you're going pure math, then the goat is Bill Russell. He's got 11. So, you know, hold my beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, everybody just calm down. I, I've got 11. <laughs> I've got 11. Okay? Yeah. yeah. I was playing with a bunch of short white guys, but I've got 11. Yeah. <laughs> I've got more rings than fingers. Shout out to that guy. <laughs> yo, thanks for Asterisk. coming on, man. No, yeah, thanks dude. for having me, yo. Uh, oh, can I plug a website? Or yeah, yeah. Plug yes. your shit. Plug uh, your Instagram, your website, everything uh, you got. Garcia's World is my Instagram and Twitter. So if you're not Hispanic, that's G-A-R-C-I-A-S <laughs> World. That's for Twitter and Instagram. And my website is GarciasVision.com. Uh, and shout out, check out crazyhood.com on my peeps at Crazy Hood. And I just feel really bad I didn't bring sushi, bro. Yeah. Like, I really <laughs> wanted to bring sushi. That would have been legendary. Yeah. But I was a little late and I was like, fuck, I should have just brought it. But you brought a great idea, though, which was. Uh, yeah, no, I, I would have set the bar super high. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a hint to our other guests. Like, if you yeah. come with some sushi, you're like, you know, Catalina came with croquetas. Okay. So, yes. Yeah, that's, that's, that was what's up. Yeah. yeah, and I couldn't I, have any because I just turned vegan. So, oh, you're full I, vegan now? Not, no, not, I'm not vegan or vegetarian. I'm pescatarian. No, I'm bullshit. Oh, but I don't eat uh, chicken. I don't eat uh, red meat no more. My wife's vegetarian, which yeah. basically means I'm vegetarian. I'm almost vegetarian. <laughs> it's a pulp fiction life. For how long? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not, I mean, I'm I, I'm like flexitarian. Right. I try my hardest to be vegetarian, <laughs> but if it's a good steak at a good restaurant, I'm flexible. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, how long has she been vegetarian? She's not. Oh, okay. No, I was quoting Pulp Fiction. Oh, gotcha. In, yeah, in the yeah. diner scene, yeah. He says that Where while he's eating a second. burger, too. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. Says he's, right before he smokes it, dude, he's like, can I have a burger? Yeah. yeah. A good burger, man. Yeah. Great movie. I don't get to have these much. You got to come back for like a Tarantino episode. You know, we got to do a whole episode yeah. on Tarantino movies. We should just do like a film. Co- we should... Fuck, we should go, we should do a goat category, like a goat contest. And we have to like, you know, five rings, 11 rings. Okay. Like, let's figure out who really the Who's best the goat who's director? The goat. Yeah. Who's the goat director? Yeah. Okay. I like that. Yeah. That's yeah. Dope. I like that. Like I just watched yeah. the Spielberg doc, not to extend this too longer, but mm-hmm. have you seen it on HBO? No, but I've, I've seen pieces. I've seen pieces. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it, yeah it, dude, he definitely has an argument. Yeah. yeah. You're just like, wow. Yeah. I never even, I, I never even bring him up. And you're just like, oh shit, I've been fucking up this whole the time. The goat died in 99 though. Oh, uh, Kubrick? Yeah. yeah. The Kubrick. goat died in 99. It's debatable. Yeah. It's that's, debatable? Yeah. yeah. That's because that, I'm a Hitchcock guy. He never got the Oscar. I'm the Hitchcock Which guy. is a fucking crime. No, it is a crime. Come on. He's the goat just for taking the cans off of The Shining and like, I'm out of here. You know, like, I don't give a fuck about it. He fan. banned his own movie yeah. in the UK. Yeah. He banned A Clockwork Orange because he got a couple threats or whatever. He was like, nah, just pull the movie. And the <laughs> studio's like, yes, Mr. Kubrick. Mm-hmm. 
Well, you know, he left, he left with the film can. So like, he stopped mm-hmm. shooting and like took all the film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On The Shining. Oh, he's right. a goat. And so the producer called him and apologized. Yeah, you got to come back. We got to do a, a goat episode. I, I like yeah. the way that sounds. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool, man. Yeah, uh, thank- What do we got to shout out? Um, the website, you know, sign up for the mailing list. I'm high and tired at this point, man. <laughs> Humansushibar.com. Uh, like I said yeah. before, you know, we could really. What he said. <laughs> I don't even know what I said. Now nah, sign up. Yeah. You can get free shit, and you know we'll keep you updated on everything we got going on. April twentieth, we're picking the winner. Yes, sir. Sign up for the mailing list, and uh, follow me on Instagram, Shoddy Mu- Shoddy ID Four. <laughs> I don't even know my own shit. Yeah. And Shoddy Music on Twitter. I'd be saying a bunch of stupid ass shit on Twitter. So it's follow Twitter's me on awesome. there. Follow yeah. him on Instagram. I live tweeted uh, my mom smoking live the other day. Fuck, that's <laughs> what I forgot. I was going to live tweet myself not smoking with you. Oh, man. That's and fucked I just, up. I got too caught up in it. Damn I'm it. insulted by the fact you didn't smoke with me. I'm not going to lie. I smoked next time. Yeah? I'm just tired. You've smoked with me before, so I'll yeah. let it pass. But, yeah, you know, I mean, come on, bro. Sushi, you know. Just you, I don't know where you get your weed from, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's just really strong, dog. <laughs> we'll talk about it off air. Yeah. <laughs> I got scared last time. All right, y'all. All, All right. right, cool. Peace. Peace, Peace yo.